Chris Brown did what he did to Rihanna, but we don't know, which I'm pretty sure that Rihanna put her hands on him. She did punch him. She did. Didn't she admit to it? Yeah. She was putting all the balls on him. And then they were like, still, you don't go beating the brakes off of her like that. And I was like, well, I remember personally being in a situation like that because I was in a relationship that was very abusive, physically and emotionally. I was the emotional abusive one. She was the physical abusive one. We were driving down to Fat Tuesdays, and this was the night where we were meeting Reef down at Fat Tuesdays, and I'm driving in my car. We were fighting. Like, we were arguing from my house. We were in the car. We were arguing. So we in the car... And this was one of the moments I never really said nothing about. We in the car, and she hauls off and just punches me dead in my face mm. while we're driving. So she goes, because I said something wild. <laughs> my, my mouth was reckless. But you still don't lose your mind. But I used to know that I used to trigger her. So, so I said dead. something, and I don't even know why I'm arguing with her. She was looking, like, delectable. She had on this little dress, and I'm like, I should be trying to talk her out of that joint later, like. Nah, you was you want to ask I was talking <laughs> reckless because she said something crazy to me, so I said something crazy back. Like, how do you want to say something crazy to me? And I don't say nothing crazy back. So I said something crazy back, and she said, ah, and she just all I heard was, ah, and then I just seen the fist just bow, just closed head. Just she said, this boom, and I said, ah. she said, ah. <laughs> and I said. I will kill us both. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny, but it's funny. That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I turned that car so hard on 76. I'm pretty sure when she tells that story. It's totally different. It was, you said something crazy and ah, I will kill us both. <laughs> 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 it's like a horrible edit. I will kill us both. I don't know why you did this she, to tells, me. she tells the BT version of it. She right, tells the right. BT version. <laughs> That's definitely the BET or Lifetime version of Apple Jones Booth. Y'all ready to get started? Sure, why not? Sure, why not? Yo, why did they say YG dress like Shawn Michaels? This is Ehas and the Bass is in the building. Bass is introduce your darn selves. Darn. darn. <laughs> what's happening? It's your boy Sprat. Jay Sprat, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> Year. What's up, y'all? Oh. It's your boy Lee. Ooh. AKA Ninja Nigga. AKA Delay God. AKA Captain America. Oh. AKA Ninja. Oh. AKA. No, I'm done. Oh. <laughs> I was getting excited. <laughs> let's go. Let's go last with the list. Well, I don't know if I can follow that up, but in case you've forgotten, I'm here to remind you. Finally, he there's a baby crying upstairs. Can they hear that? <laughs> 
He's fucking up. You just made the list, kid. You just made the list. The door closed. All right. Finally, Elijah has come back to the Glorious Batches podcast. That means it's a return of Elijah Davis, a.k.a. Cartel, a.k.a. Fully Cartel, a.k.a. Cartel Coochie Up Casanova, a.k.a. Telltale Coochie, a.k.a. Telling the Generous, a.k.a. Tel Aviv, a.k.a. Duke Tellington, a.k.a. Tella Fitzgerald, a.k.a. Hotel Motel Holiday Inn, a.k.a. Telsa Mandela, a.k.a. Littell, not Littrell, while I was last time, it was Littrell, it was Littell this time, Sprewell, a.k.a. Bruce Telden, a.k.a. Telly Furtado, a.k.a. Craig T. Towson. And on the sidebar, I don't know if y'all noticed, there's a movie coming out soon in theaters near you. I filmed it. I filmed it myself in England, in Britain, UK. It's called Harry Potter and the Telosopher's Stone, starring <laughs> the Telosopher's Stone, starring Teletrix Lestrange, mm-hmm. played by Telina Bottom Carter. Start the show. And we got a man in the building, of course. Hi, guys. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for another week. Um, Yeah, it's been pretty cool. Yo, I really want to shout out comingrightup.org for new platforms. uh, Yeah, for syndicating our show. It is now going to be airing live on comingrightup.org every Friday from 5 30 to 7 30. Central time. So Philly, that's six thirty your time. So it's six thirty Eastern time. What if you live in um, Alaska? Man, look, you gotta figure that I'm out. I'm asking for a friend. I have a friend. Well, what they're five hours back. He lives friend, in Alaska. Who's your friend slash grandmother? No, it's not my grandma. He's my friend. He's 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 Hmong. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't was <laughs> <laughs> I thought I kept trying to correct him, like, you mean Mongolian? Like, no dude, I'm Hmong. You're a Mongolian. No, I'm a... <laughs> I'm Hmong. You sound like an Irishman. <laughs> yeah, you're just an Indian. You're just an no, Indian. No, I'm Native American. Indian, man. I'm, I'm actually... Freaking I'm actually Syracuse. Ah, you're Indian. Yeah. All right, Italian. Dude, I am not Italian. Dude. You're not fucking hell. No, you know how it feels. Right, yeah, it still off. feels white. <laughs> so it still feels great. <laughs> if it's white, it's right. If it's white, it's right. So, yeah, what we doing this week, man? Um... A lot of things happen. Mm, a as lot usual. of black folks are in trouble. A lot as of black usual. folks are yes. in trouble. Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, please keep tab. I have given up. I'm not Catholic, but I decided to partake in Lent this year. You didn't make it? No, no, no. I made it. <clears throat> well, I, I'm partaking in Lent this year. Um, What'd you give up, man? I gave up profanity. Um, so that's going to be pretty hard with this podcast, but we're going to do it. And, um, test his limits. Test his limits. <laughs> test my limits. Even though I can't say the N-word for Lent, so. Ooh. But the thing is. So that's I why post- you've been saying N-word. Okay. So so the thing is, I posted on Facebook that I was giving up profanity for Lent. And, of course, there are people that want to debate me on Facebook about why you shouldn't be partaking in such mm-hmm. some silly religion. Uh-huh. Practice. Let's go. And all I could do was continue to hate everyone (laughs) after that. How do you find something wrong with somebody going, hey, I would like to cleanse myself? Because people people want to be losers and sad all the time. That's why I just send them jerk off memes. (laughs) (laughs) That's my response. response. That's perfect. I'm on face. Because it's like, all I said was, hey, I'd like to pray. 
this is how miserable we are as a society. All I said was, I would like to practice giving up profane language for a mere 40 days and 40 nights. And even more, hopefully after that, you know, I can just at least use profanity sparingly, right? <laughs> There's going to be the week that Jadik has called you to, to the studio for some reason. No, but here's the rule. Here's the rule, though. Hey, guys, you want to come in and curse with me? Why would he say you want to come, come in and, and curse, curse with me? I even do a song, come in and curse with me. That's how kids talk, bro. He got hair. That's weird. So, so like, I think, I think like, the exception I do have is, like, if I go on stage... <clears throat> and I have to, or if I'm reading a script or something like that, or if I'm performing one of my songs with profanity. No, you, you, know. got, you got PG-13, you got nah, PG-W. Nah, yo, uh, depending on what the, what the word is. If it's a word where the beat drop and whatever, <laughs> like, I'm going to try to edit myself, but I'm not going crazy trying to edit myself. But that's the only time I can slip is if I actually say a curse word that's in a song that I wrote already. I won't write any songs with profanity in them. I'm not even texting profanity. Damn. So no, his, yo, his text has been trash. So everybody been saying F O H to me, and I say G O H. <laughs> I told Aunt, he said F O H Haas, and I said no, you G O H. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Yo, his, his and I put I put L M B O for Darrell one time, and Darrell today, and then Darrell hit me with the thumbs down emoji. <laughs> like he hit me with the he commented and he thumbs down my my comment. And I've just been getting people thumbs down in my comments for like, so I got to deal with that. Every time I say something, Ant thumb gives me a thumbs down. <laughs> like, every time I edit myself, I'm just getting a thumbs down. But my point is about Facebook is, how did you find a way to debate me on me saying that, hey, I just want to better myself and just <laughs> just cleanse myself just for this and just, oh, well, religion is... Because people want to argue know, about everything. everything. I'll be like, bro, I watched you get drunk on December the 31st and then make a resolution to stop drinking. That you know as you, you made it. the resolution to do the thing you're doing right now. Yeah, you know they don't keep the energy. Yeah, but my thing is, like, like, everybody has their own... He's like, I don't need some religious foolishness. To okay, well, I do so okay, fuck you and fuck you, them too. Exactly. But that, but all of that, and that just leads to my point. And he's a really good guy. Like, I'm, I'm, but it, at that one point, I I just felt so frustrated because it was just like, why can't guy? we just take right on? no? Okay. But why can't we just take something for face value and just say, yo, that's good for you, man. Yeah. Like, if you like that, if it's something, I'm not hurting nobody. I'm saying I want to cleanse, and you want to make it about Christianity, bro. You really need something else to do. And what bothers me is a lot of times it's rappers. Y'all writing more comments and debates on Facebook than y'all writing bars. That's so my thing is, write your bars, bro. No, and no, just, just keep think, it pushing. Change to your status. I've heard some of your raps. They're horrible. I'm tired of trying to find nice things to say about your music. No, well, I haven't heard yo, your music. You up. ain't relevant. So. <laughs> no, a lot of N-words suck, so... Yeah, and I'm just saying, like, come on, man. Like, just let us live our lives, man. Let people just, whatever road they want to take, if they're not hurting nobody, man, let, let them, them take that thing. road. Exactly. And you need to go get some therapy. You need to go get some help. Like, I'm about to start, as <clears throat> soon as people start coming at me, I'm going to just start referring them to my therapist. Like, just send them a letter. Just DM them. Don't even put it on the status to embarrass them. Really cut deep and just DM them and go, here, just go, go talk to this person because you need help, black man. You, got some deep you need help, black man. Because it's like, dog, you that black upset? Man. You're angry. You're walking around here enraged. Because like you, you chose a constant state of fury. How, wait, how are you mad at me? Because I don't want to use profane language. No, no, it's the reason why I don't want to. Like, you're like, oh, it's a Catholic. Bro. 
Oh, why, why, why even debate me, me on like, it? That's what I'm saying, but bro, and I started it prefacing it. Hey, I'm not even if I was Catholic. So what? You want to fight about it? Or, exactly. Like you know what I'm saying? Otherwise, all I say was, hey, I'm not Catholic, but I like to practice Lent because that's my way of just trying to cleanse. Sometimes, yeah. you know, I give up alcohol all the time. So I said, you know what? No, this this year I'm gonna do something different, and I'm gonna give up profane language because it's just like it was a part of me all the time. I didn't realize how much I was cursing until. I gave it up, and now I'm like, you know what time? You know what's really hard outside of the firehouse? Being in the car. Yeah, in city of Philadelphia. Yeah. boy. Yes, yes. Well, you the liquor. <laughs> you lit liquor. I was like, yesterday I was driving, and I listened to Dom Kennedy, right? Yeah. And since I can't say the N word, of course, every single song he had was saying it. I swear, at one point he said it like four, like four or five times in the span of ten seconds. Can you say Negro? I'm not even gonna take myself. Come and slip. Yeah, you, yeah. I would just say stay away I, from I'm that. I'm just gonna say N word. And you know, and you know or what? I, you know the key to to not having uh, or speaking like explicitly for me. It Being was, in a room with your grandma. Because <laughs> nah, that, that shit always sometimes. stops me. No, that don't help me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like not where she'll hear me, but I'll like. Yo, one day I dropped the M-bomb in front of all my white co-workers, <laughs> and I forgot. <laughs> and I have tried to pretend that they probably didn't hear it, but I know they probably heard me. And I, there was nothing I could do about it, so I just had to let it just be what it was, and I just left out that morning. I was like, all right, guys, have a good day, and I just left. But, no, nah, I think one of the best, one of the most important ways to kind of watch what you say is to take the time <clears throat> before you say yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm a fast talker, so I talk real fast. I get it from I get it from my mom's side of the. Uh, <laughs> I get it from my mama. You know what I'm saying? I get it from my my mother's. Where's side. that damn brother? <laughs> damn it! They damn talk, it! Leave they, me alone. They talk so fast, so everything comes out like. So it comes out so fast. So I'm just like <laughs> your mom. T- yo, bro, I've agreed to things that I didn't even know I was agreeing to before. <laughs> my mom will talk, and she's the slowest talker out of all of them. <laughs> you serious? Oh. My aunt Diane. Yo, I know. Yo, first Ooh, of all, mom butter. She everything was just one word. Your mom talks so fast that I've in the motion of me leaning in a hugger and kissing her on the cheek. She didn't told you a whole. She done story. gave me a convo, and I'm like, yo, what the? F-? My I had to take my shoes off, <laughs> so that took me like two seconds, and now I'm here, and you ain't stopped. And she's still going. <laughs> like, like, like it's like a, your mom somehow said one word, and it turned into me having a shot. <laughs> she, she make you agree your mama did it she, yo I, I was thinking about getting her a side job at an auction you know what I mean so I remember being at one of your shows before and we was coming in and she just was talking to me and Aaron and I just yelled from like he was near the stage you're like yo leave them alone yeah I ain't even dapped them up yet yo Haas mom at a show she will end up in any random she's like an Easter egg in a movie. She'll be at the coats, at the door, at the bar, on the stage, in front of the stage. In the middle of a mosque. She'll be on the stage, yeah, in the middle of a mosque with people she don't know. Yeah. On the stage, and Haas is not even on the stage. <laughs> and somehow, Haas is probably got the video camera. Like, bro, yo. this is what y'all do? Yo, his mom is Stan Lee. The show. <laughs> she is, yo. She is the Stan Lee. She's Stan Lee. Of Philly. She's Stan Lee. <laughs> I yo, miss him I, so much. Yo, you know what was crazy though? Like I love my mama so much. Like she like she supports me every every show. She's always there. And I remember this one show. 
I did an underground arts. I brought her up on stage. And I'll just say this. I'll just bring it up just because I remember one moment it just infuriated me. Because my mom don't bother nobody. She's she a great, don't. Yeah, great she lady. Don't. She don't, you know, she can get a little twisted and have her good time. But that's about it. But other than that, she's just there supporting me. And I just remember a particular rapper. I won't say any names. But a particular rapper had posted something on Twitter I had seen. And I remember because this rapper was at the same show where I brought her up on stage. And this rapper said something along the lines of, you know, people bringing their moms on stages, um, you know, trying to trying to create some kind of shock value. That ain't it or something like that. Pretty much just dissing rappers who bring their mothers on stage. Were they hating because their set was trash? Right. So what I'm saying is, how do you even hate? I don't even know. I don't even. But I can't. I can't prove. But I can't prove that who it was because of that. Yeah, I can't prove that it was because of that. But that rapper was there. Right. Right. And so it only makes sense. So and it didn't happen at the same time okay. that I performed, but it was a while after. The tweet was like, I just was escrow. And I just remember. Yeah. And I just remember. I just remembered. Uh, I just remembered seeing that tweet, and I just remember posting right after that because I wanted I wanted that because for my mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you already on thin ice with me? Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Oh, wait, yo, wait, I would the, beat the brakes off of that wait, guy. Isn't this the same rapper that was complaining because your crowd left and their crowd pretty much wasn't but there? I, I'll get, pretty much, yeah. Right. But but all I'm saying is, if anything, if anything is worth me literally saying, "Yo, this ain't music no more," is you speaking about my mom. That's some wild, like that's something that I would like. I would literally all, tell boy, like, "Yo, forget these mics. <laughs> <laughs> like, we could cut all this off." <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That's me. Getting Yari Kelly tips, like, "This is my life. <laughs> <laughs> this is my life. Hey, fuck your life. I give y'all thirty years." I just want to see my kids. <laughs> I don't have a whole time, people. <laughs> yo, yo, when I say my girl has been like calling me and just randomly saying that shit because it's the funniest thing she's funny. heard. She be like, is the, like, is that even the fact like that he hard tied it? It's the oh way he God, said it. She's like, yo. Oh, she's really going to biff you. I don't care. Because <laughs> it's always the same shit every week. I heard your show last night. Like, okay. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, really. <laughs> You sound that right fucking there. No, he be sounding bored with us when he we here at home. Straight up. Yes, ma'am. Always. Yo, yo, so I'm going to get, I don't know who I'm, I don't care who I'm going to get to take the picture. I'm, I, I like to buy t-shirts. So Go the, on. So the next, <laughs> so I got my Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica shirt nice. from me in Asia. I got a whole bunch of other, I got my Roddy Roddy Piper shirt. The next shirt I want to buy, I don't know if you all all Al Bundy, married with children fans. I have a, it's a no ma'am shirt. Nice. No, I'm, dope. I'm literally going to get it and have the black and white Nike join and say, stand by your values even if it means no yams for a month. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be me with the no ma'am shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, back to R. Kelly. He in trouble. He in all the trouble. That, that, uh, he, been in trouble. Fuck he, a segue. We need to take an escalator this yeah, shit. Yeah, let's just let's he, just jump right into it. He been in trouble since he came out. Like I've been saying, he's been nasty, <laughs> man, yo. Yo, he going to jail? Hopefully. Even I though people, so, even though people so. keep paying for him to get out. I hope. But he was, yeah, getting out, up with that? he was getting out 
on these, like, you know, like, I knew he was going to get out of that. I knew he wasn't going to stay there until his trial. Right. Oh, yeah, no. Right, 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 right. Even with the child support one, he wasn't going to stay there. I will say, if he gets locked up again, I'm going to cry laughing. I like, just stay there, bro. I'm just crossing But my thing is, you get locked up and you swing your Beijing out. So you got to do a press conversation. Swing your Beijing out. Cut that pressure. He was. Like, my man, we all seen the Beijing. You just had the grades in there last week. Now that sh- now it's all black and whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think I think he might go to jail. He needs to. For, I, honestly, I think he might. They might be able to because right now they're saying they got three tapes. Oh, oh three, three tapes. tapes right? yeah. yeah, there's apparently three tapes and one tape. Both he's saying like. 14 Let me year see old. that fourteen-year-old. You come on, come on. Like, what? Come what? on. Man, if, no, if that's true, like you are the stupid. That's what I'm saying. Like my thing is this: you want to get caught. Yeah. My thing is this: I don't, I don't think that he's innocent. I'm not defending him. I'm not wishing that he didn't do it. But if I'm gonna be a creepy pedophile yet again, <laughs> if I'm gonna be a creepy pedophile, I'm not gonna see your age. Why would I record a video of you and then say, let me see that 14-year-old whatever? He's, he said, let me see that 14-year-old P-U-S-S-Y, then let me see that 14-year-old butthole. What? No. Bruh. No. What is with no. y'all pedophiles and buttholes? No. I mean, I guess whatever, but what is with these pedophiles? It's and- like when you go on Pornhub and it's like stepmom fuck stepson and they just keep on talking about I'm gonna her stepmom. I'm going to say this one more time. We've said this a lot of times on this podcast and we're going to say it again. Porno is so racist and disgusting. It is clearly, clearly a lot of these are written by racist white people. Oh, you talking about the captions? Oh my yeah, the God. Because that shit was... wants to be uploading everything. Those captions... Like shit will say, dirty black whore gets yeah. black pussy ripped open by big white cock. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, it's like I'm horny anymore. Yeah, it yeah, says like, like, yeah, like black thug destroys hood <laughs> rat vagina. I'm like, like, I literally read all of that in my head, and then the Law and Order gong gong sound. <laughs> and then, like, oh, my focus is going. I'm good now. Like. 19-year-old black whore gets spread open by big white cock directed by Dick Wolf. <laughs> and his name is Dick, so you know it's... It's Wolfen. Wolfen. <laughs> but no, for real, like, I've seen... I've seen a couple, um... I've seen a, a couple Jones, a couple, like... You know, like, as men, you know, if we perusing through... Oh, yeah. and we Before see you did something, the rabbit hole on Deep Down. Yeah, and... And a lot of, it's been times where I looked at something and said, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm done. I don't yeah. even want to, I don't even want to watch this anymore. Because, like, it'll be, like, literally it'll something that's something. not, like, y'all put more effort into being racist than you did to actually trying to turn someone on. Right. Yeah, like, you turned everybody off by what you're catching. Black, black Negro, and it doesn't say Negro, <laughs> black Negro bull trying to mate with innocent white woman, like... What are you talking about? Hey, let me like, just go to some old school shit. Black Ram tupping your white you. Is <laughs> <laughs> like, this oh, fucking Othello? Is this Othello quotes? <laughs> you ever read the comments under porn, though? Like how they be wild in the comment section? It's, it's crazy because it's, 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 the, 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 the comments in Pornhub sections are always the same. It's a bunch of dudes singing thirsty shit, saying like, yo, I'd love to fuck you that same way. Then it's a few women saying, 
yo, I loved it. And then it's a few women saying, go here to this link to see this. And then it's that one guy saying, how you get off of this level on Far Cry? And oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one person like, yo, what's her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And who's the girl on, who's the girl at 33 point seconds? They're like, it's an orgy or something. Yeah, like, like he actually wanted to legit know that person's name. Right, right. And then the yeah. Far Cry. Now, I will say that I have uh, an affinity for trying to go on Pornhub and TastyBlacks.com which Earn put me on to, and I think it gave all of my computers and my phone fucking <laughs> HIV because all of my shit be crashing. Yo, Tasty Blacks and, is I, and I still go back because I still love that fucking porn. Tasty Blacks is the best. It's amazing. Like, Tasty for me, Blacks, Tasty Blacks porn on the X videos. Tasty you, Blacks is you know, literally... I'm a, I'm a spank bang... Uh, Tasty Blacks than Pornhub. Spell Tasty Blacks? <laughs> <laughs> Tasty Blacks is literally the unprotected sex of porn. It's Twitter in 2010. It is. Yes. You still haven't spelled it. T- I don't know how to get to it. T- just T-A-S-T-Y Blacks. There's no slang. There's no slang. Is it dot com? Dot com. Tasty Blacks. Are you going on your Switch? No. no. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought he had like Tetris and Tasty Blacks at the same time. That's, Tetris a, that's, Black no, that's a wild combination. Tetris Blacks. Tetris Blacks. They're all the low blocks. That's a hot name. No. That's all the low blocks. I can't see it. No, 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 no more. That's a hot name. Yo, Tetris Blacks. Tetris Blacks. That's a hot name. Yeah, man. What the but, fuck were we talking about? Uh, we're, talking, Kelly, we're talking about R. Kelly and then Blacks. we got Tasty Black. He's going to jail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he probably about to be, about to be Tasty Black to somebody Yo, in jail. Yo, can I just say shout out? He said he's going to be a Tasty Black to somebody <laughs> in jail. And I hope so. That's terrible, man. But, but can I say that I got to give the biggest shout out of my life to Ao Because that motherfucker came in and filled in. And he said, I'm paraphrasing, but he literally said that R. Kelly probably woke up and saw surviving R. Kelly and said, who gave these bitches permission <laughs> to leave out the house and do a documentary about me? Survive R. Kelly, you will never survive R. Kelly. You will never survive R. And then about two weeks after he said that, he sat down with Gail King and literally said, all of the things that Ayo sick. Say, who gave his bitches permission to get unhogtied because I can't hogtie and leave the back? He said, this nigga said, and you know how, like, if you're arguing with your girl or something, like, let's just say Sprat fights with his wife. He doesn't fuck. And <laughs> Wait, how do you get to this? And oh, she, man, goes, she goes, you, you know, know what, Sprat? Time out, we're not doing this because people listen. We're not doing that. You, you, you've been married for 30 years. So... <laughs> So you got him. The t- <laughs> so, so let's just say <laughs> he broke. <laughs> he broke. He broke. <laughs> so let's just say hey, we're flex one. We're flex set, man. So you can drop that bomb. <laughs> yo, 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 so let's just say. You know what, I hate you so much, y'all. You, you always do. But let's just say I'm gonna kick you in the chest when the podcast is over. I know, but it's always when the mics are off, so I always come back for more because they don't hear it. So Oh, they don't hear this today. So let's just say Mrs. Spratley. The whole ass thing too. You know what? You know what, Sprat? Fuck you, you don't do shit. And then you reply. You always fucking riding my back. I do do things. I, I took out the trash. I fucking I mowed the lawn. I took the fucking luggage down to that third house on Green Street three weeks ago. And you were like, that last part was specifically, really specific. R. Kelly literally says, why would I do that? That's dumb. Why would I tie up women in my basement and leave them there and tell them that they can't eat food or leave the house unless it's to go down the street to get shoes from your uncle's Yo, crib? I was like, what? And I said, wait, what was that last part? I'm not a cop. 
But that was very incriminating. Nobody mentioned the uncle or shoes or being yeah, down this. I had to refer yeah. to a couple things and find out what he was talking about. I didn't know. So, so what was that? Was that like, was that like one of the allegations against him? Yeah, that he got something yeah. was like he lets them go shopping. And stuff like that. So, so that's why I don't know what he did. Unless it's to go to your uncle's house. Like I didn't know where he got that from, but I don't know. It's weird. The funny thing, Gail's face just was like the whole time. She was, she was, she was so unprofessional, yo. The queen of being under. That nigga stood out. But why not? Years of my career, just Robert. Robert, I'm she's, unbothered. Robert, she's like, Robert, she's like, Robert, settle down. Robert, settle down. Robert, settle down. And then she, they paused, like, his publicist had to come and settle down while they wiping sweat off and putting makeup back on him. Yeah, and put, put more amazing. Beijing. Then they say, like, uh, we had to give Robert a minute or some, something yeah. like that. And that's when he had to give the makeup. We had to give God. Robert a minute. He requested 30 years, but we gave him a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he requested 30 years. He also said that, um, they're also the newest report is that he's um, writing music to avoid a mental breakdown, and his publicist is now saying that he's having mental and emotional breakdowns. Ah, uh, here we go. Off of, uh, no, I don't want to. Here we go, Pimp in the System. Now, here we go with they this. That mental instability. Well, the same thing that, that, that Juicy Omelette's doing right now. Yep. He about to get sixty. Juicy omelet, Juicy omelets out here facing what sixty four years. <laughs> he about to get he get offensive lineman numbers. Yo, he deserved that too. Though. <laughs> I guess. He, he, he getting center numbers. No pun intended. I, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say he deserves 64 years, but it is a felony in Chicago to give a false report to the police. As it should be. Or Illinois, I'm sorry. And especially something like that, because when it first came out, and I mean, I know this was on the last episode, but when it first came out, even I, when I first saw the story, I was like, yo, why would they even do something like that? You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure everybody was like, yo, that's some hateful shit to do something like that for somebody just because they're gay. And then it come out, the nigga's lying. What? Like a liar, liar, like liar, liar. But I said Jim Carrey, liar, liar. Well, my thing is, like, yo, that really was Jim Carrey, liar, liar. What are you doing? I'm kicking my own ass. That really was. It was a meme. It was a meme. Was it was I mean, like, it was like Jesse Omelet and Juicy Omelet. I mixed them up. Juicy Omelet. It said. It said Jesse when he um when he uh. Found out he was being indicted or something. Found out no, he said something about when he couldn't get his salary raised, and he was like, "Owie!" He looked in the mirror yeah. and the Jim Carrey jump, yeah. and then he just like punching his head, banging his head on the jump. The fool came in. What are you doing? I'm kicking my own ass. But my thing is like you're acting, so you can cast better than that. Straight up, like you should, like you can't cast two Nigerian N words and play like it's racism. Or to the nigga from Empire. No, he didn't even say he said the F bomb. Oh F-bomb. yeah, aren't you that faggot from oh, yeah. Empire? That faggot. I'm the gay Tupac. What's up? This is yeah. I'm the gay Tupac. What's up? What's happening? He said, "This is MAGA country." He proceeded to take this noose. Also. Also, also, take the bleach. <laughs> take the bleach. <laughs> and then I just saw the the whole thing about uh, they <laughs> they the believe that he um he wanted it to be caught on camera, 
But he missed the camera because yeah, he was the yeah, camera. The cops. We saw him. We made The cops said, take us back to the spot that happened there. And he took them back and told the cops, yeah, it happened right here. I'm so glad there's a camera right there in that corner. The cops said, it was the weirdest thing a victim had ever told. And he was glad he knew there was a camera. I'm so glad there was a camera right there. <laughs> and here's this noose, by the way, for evidence. But, for further evidence. But my man, by the way, my shirt's covered but in bleach. But that still goes back to his I'm the You cast the Nigerians. <laughs> you, ca- you cast the wrong people. And why? First of all, nobody's fighting in zero degree weather. I don't care where you live. Straight in. up. Bro, so it was cold as shit at some point last week, all week maybe. Who knows? And I'm like, yo. It's, it's my car says it is 31 degrees out. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yo, that's 31 fucking degrees. I'm like, so what? I'm like, that is like goddamn double of what it was supposed to be when Juicy Omni got his ass off. He was gonna ask him a negative. You weapon. mean to tell me it was double less than this and it there was, was two white men walking on Chicago? It was like zero. Sub zero season. How often oh, have y'all seen a <laughs> mega <laughs> Have you ever seen a MAGA hat in person? Yes, I actually have. Yeah. Outside yeah. of a Trump anything? I've yeah. never seen one outside of a political area. No, no I, I, I've seen it in a party. So, so at so this when, party, quick story, and I'll tell you exactly. Um, and where was it we? a Trump party? We were in Albany. Albany, New York. Oh, um, yeah, there you go. Doesn't mean we had to take a shit on the way back? Yeah. The same, this is the, the same can we tell season. that story at the end? Yeah. We'll oh, that's why I tore my knee up. So... It starts off with Sprat tearing uh, like a ligament in his knee. I had a like legit sports injury. He had to get like a legit operation. <laughs> he had to get surgery for playing a two-on-two basketball with Andrew Jerome and 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 Patrick Donovan. And I did on the move. I've done a million times. So Sprat tore like a men- his meniscus. <laughs> then like Pat tried to say he crossed him over. For yeah, Pat said he tore he tore Sprat's <laughs> meniscus. And Pat's so, life is terrible. So well, I don't like, know. You ended up with the meniscus yeah, injury. Yeah, man. That <laughs> was all I man. ended up with the meniscus injury because I did the black tornado move on Pat and dunked on him. Did the Shaquille yeah. O'Neal spin move? Yeah, and dunked yeah, on him. Yeah, and that but that meniscus tear was vicious. Yeah. But he did. He was. He was. He got through the weekend. But anyway, we were at doing a show in Albany, New York, <laughs> and it's one of the house party shows we were doing. And one of the guys there had on a Make America Great Again hat, and the hat. I think this was before. Trump was president? It was before he was president. Right before he was president. Because that story is he was running. From back then, so he had to be running. So the dude had the Make America Great hat um, on at the party. And something happened. We were playing To Kill Upon. Was it To Kill Upon? No, we were playing playing something To Kill Upon. It was To Kill Upon because we ran out of beer. And I said, if I lose, I will take a selfie in this hat. (laughs) And I lost. Oh no! And I took a selfie and posted it on Instagram. Oh no! And it's still on Instagram to this day. Okay. Me with the hat on. Well, at least but you... it's like, but it was a bet. I had to stick to it. I right. put the You're hashtag. Man of principle. Hashtag build like the wall. It. I said hashtag build the wall around <laughs> Trump. And like it was whatever. Like at least you, you mentioned it here, so that when the LGBTQ you you know yep, yep. Yep. when, just yeah, going, when they going, when they come and try to find your old tweets when you said yo I, see me with the I don't like boys and they'll be like say what you and then they try say what you they try to destroy your life you can say well I admitted to it well you know what they do they take the picture and they're gonna post the picture without the caption that's there yeah they're gonna they said I hate when I lose bets. 
and I had to wear the hat, and it said hashtag build the wall it's around. It's gonna say I hate and it's gonna be right out Mexicans. And it's, just gonna be, it's gonna be you with the hat on. Cause we build the wall, and then it's just gonna literally just erase the rest of it. It's gonna be like this is your so-called leader. <laughs> Yo, so I ain't gonna so just on the backtrack. Uh, Juicy real quick. Oh, no, you're going back. Well, no, this is even like a topic that wasn't even discussed, but it was okay. something I thought. But I'm going to give me like three minutes, and I'll be, I swear I'll be going. But, um. Tommy now. Yeah, so the Oscars passed, which I hate, but I have to kind of watch because it's, I have to watch. I have to keep up on certain things. Um, I was happy with some things. I was like, oh, I wouldn't have, just, just, you know, random Oscar shit. Are you about to hear on black women? No, no, because Virginia, I, I love Virginia King. All right, cool. So Just she's never sure. getting, and neither is the um, costume designer. They got Marvel their first fucking Oscar. Either. She bodied everything. Yeah, so, because that was well deserved. That's the best costume they've had in the yeah. films. And best set. <clears throat> and Black Panther's there, one of their best movies. Top three, easily, other than Avengers. But, keep going, keep going. Keep going. going. Yeah. 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 And Winter Soldier. Anyway, so, um, I say that to say that I was watching and they didn't have a host this year. I don't know if it was the first time in history, but they didn't have a host. And the host was supposed to be Kevin Hart, but because of his old tweets, which, you know, they were bad. And I, I'm not going to sit and tell. They were, they, if you're in that community, whatever. I'm not going to tell you what you should hate. I, I'm not offended at all. And I think he should have still hosted the Oscars. But you're also not a member of the LGBT. Right. So, but if you are in that community and you say, yo, I can't get over that, then that's, I'm not going to tell you what to get over, but not to. But what I will say is that let's not pick and choose with this shit. Because I was hoping, if I was like any kind of big win in Hollywood, I would have put somebody else in that position, like a Jim Carrey. Because there's so many people that are beloved and never get criticized that I feel like have done way worse. And I said, yo, Nobody wants to talk about Jim Carrey's homophobia. They're like, it's fucking Jim Carrey. I said, bro, he's Jim Carrey. They're like, what did he ever do? I said, what did Kevin Hart ever do? Well, his tweets. I said, well, what about Jim Carrey's fucking movies? What movie? I said, this is what I call selective fucking criticism. Finkel and Einhorn. Finkel. This nigga was a pet detective. Oh. And he tongue-kissed a detective by the last name of, uh, Lo her name was Lois Einhorn. He finds out that Lois Einhorn is a transgender. Oh, the shower scene. And her real name is Ray Finkel. When he finds out he kissed a transgender, what Ace Ventura, Jim Carrey, our beloved Jim Carrey does, is he realizes this, he throws up in the toilet, plunges his fucking face with a plunger, cries in takes the shower, all of his clothes off. We haven't gotten to that part yet. Takes all of his clothes off, throws them in the trash can, sets them on fire, goes into a shower, <laughs> and cries. Then in the next scene, chews a whole pack of fucking gum to get the transgender taste out of his mouth. What a racing. But nobody digs back for that, and it was put in theaters. Well, the only the only defense I could see to that is to play devil's advocate. And it was satire, is it was that parody. It was, it was scripted versus, which everything back then was scripted of in ways that it wouldn't be scripted now. Right. Versus Kevin Hart saying on his own Twitter, like, yo, this is how I feel. And people will say, well, that's Jim Carrey doing that. Now, if Jim Carrey kissed this kissed this transgender individual and and then when there's an and cut and he found out that he was a transgender, then it'd be like, then he like legitimately plunged his face that's for wild. real. Like, then it's like, okay, yeah, Jim Carrey, you drawing. Kind of like when, kind of like when, uh, what's the name? Uh, Janet Jackson made Tupac at the uh, 
HIV tests. I feel like those kind of nuances are really set to 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 protect and because I feel like that even with that being scripted, you still went along with it. God forbid I wasn't going with that script now, yeah. but it's a different climate. I was saying it's a double climate. Yeah. If this was but 2019 when it happened. At the same like, time, time, with... Janet Jackson made Tupac get a uh, SCD test, HIV test, but she was messing with Bobby Brown in the height of Bobby Brown. Woo! Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, I... I, I and that Dupree was, was, was just ugly. Yeah. But he was at the height of Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, Jan- that was Janet Jackson profiling. Yeah. But I can see how it's like... How... You can talk about the hypocrisy of it. Like, I feel it's, still, like it's still people have selective memories. I feel like if you, if you were, if you were the, the roles, they would be outraged at Kevin Hart for that film and the script. And well, they already outraged at Kevin Hart for wearing a dress. Who? People always talk about. Well, uh, they, they say, "Oh well, yeah, yeah." They like, said him and kissing the rock, and and I've always said like they always want to, you know, make black, black men, and I'm like. No, they do it for everybody in Hollywood. Just when you're white, you do it, you get an Oscar. When you're black and you do it, you don't get your Oscar. Interesting. Interesting you bring that up. Interesting point, right? So, <clears throat> talking about how people say, oh, they just want to emasculate black men, right? When we talk about this whole, oh, they treat black men, you know, they're trying to take down R. Kelly and take down, you know, Michael Jackson and whatever, and somebody posted something that was very interesting. Probably, probably my cousin Kelly, but she posted a lot. I be trying to yeah. keep up. So they said pretty much paraphrasing that, yeah, people are complaining about an R. Kelly documentary, a Michael Jackson documentary. People been talking about Woody Allen and Harvey Weinstein. You just, you Negroes just don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. And y'all don't pay attention to that culture. You couldn't tell, and y'all mad because people can't tell a difference between this black celebrity and black celebrity. You couldn't tell me the difference between a Katy Perry and a, and a you know whoever else. You know what I mean? You can't tell the difference between the white celebrities. So you don't really know that world either. And it's the case. It's true because people have been talking about Woody Allen, yeah, Kevin been, Spacey. They've been all who the boy that made Great Balls of Fire to marry his fucking cousin. I forget his oh, name. Was, no, I think it was Billy. It was, anywho, um, no, 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 it was um, ah, fuck, because it's on the tip of my tongue. You're talking this. about Elvis also. Elvis yeah, came. Oh, up. Great Balls of Fire. I know you're talking about because she was like what 14. He yeah. was the same boy that made, and I think she was his cousin too. She was his career ended though. And his he was the same name as the boy, the comedian, almost. Oh, I know you're talking about. But the thing is, these same people are. Like Jerry Lee Lewis or yeah. Jerry Lewis. But Jerry Kevin Lewis. Spacey can't. Yeah, Kevin Lewis. Spacey got ripped off a of House of Cards. He did. Yeah, it, like it he was did. nothing. He did. No, I, I feel like Pete. No, what? That's interesting because I didn't know that he got ripped off a of, um, House of Cards. Yeah, they took of him that. off. That's trash. In the last Seventh Heaven, too. dude. Seventh Heaven still. Uh, Seventh Heaven still aired. Syndicated on national yeah, it's still TV. National it's yeah. probably still on TV right now, yeah. running reruns. And the dude was a well, pedophile or whatever the hell he was. The, the dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, this thing he, happened he's with not Bill in jail Cosby. Either. He's, he's not, not in jail. jail. No, no, and this thing happened with Bill Cosby. The Cosby show no, he's all still, stopped. The only one Everybody that Everybody cut it off. The only one that ever got an answer, they had the answer for was Bill Cosby, as it, far as that I know. Does so, it make it, does it, the selectiveness that you guys are talking about or that we're talking about right now makes so much sense, but at the same time, it's so infuriating because it does not make any sense. Why yeah. are. These certain individuals, unfortunately, it's it seems like a black and white thing, right? Because yeah, because well, these white guys are getting over, right? <laughs> he, that, 
I've been I haven't rocked R. Kelly. I don't I don't play R. Kelly in my car. I when I'm out yeah, somewhere and it comes on, I stop dancing. I don't do nothing. I don't bang with R. Kelly. I ain't gonna hold you though. I, do I ain't that. gonna hold you though. I always did still. I, I did. Uh, I always did. Still, but listen, he made I'm a fuck with T Pain. That song was hard. But, 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 but what kills me? But what does kill me? And I'm not saying that people are wrong for saying that they're, um, you know, not listening to his music. But I think that as people, this human nature to be attracted to that's a segue to <laughs> 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 we're attracted to we're attracted to the drama. We're attracted to the nasty details of these situations. Mm. R. Kelly, this is not some new information that no, we got about for 30 R. Years. No, no, We just got all. the details now about these women, and now we're just like, oh. The only thing that infuriated me was not about R. Kelly, because R. Kelly is going to be R. Kelly. I was infuriated about how complex this situation was. Everybody's like, oh, R. Kelly's a monster. I'm looking like, no. He's been a monster. Y'all crazy because y'all been dancing to this dude yep. and he's been a monster. Yep. Don't switch the game up now. I'm looking at his parents. I'm looking at the parents. These parents are what really infuriated me because I said it before but and I'm not going to go back him. into it. But y'all, but the money dries up and all of a sudden it's let's, we got to go yeah. shake him down. Yep. That's really what this is all about. Like, we can debate about if R. Kelly did it or not and all this other stuff. Kells is going Kells. But he is now facing the music. And I'm cool with that. But like I said, if it don't if if we don't get these parents for extortion, we don't get these parents, parents ain't out here being for endangerment right. of, of their child, neglect of their child. I think that and, and, and I see this all the time with our community and I try to get away from saying like yo black only black folks do this and I'm like well yeah, that's unfair to say because you hang around black folks I'm pretty sure other fucking people do it other too other people do it too they, yeah. do, they do it too but from what I've seen I noticed a lot of the time that we can't get away from trying to persecute something without defending something else you can say and say R. Kelly is trash like how Haas is saying it yo he's saying the parents too not mm -hmm. why y'all mad at R. Kelly and not the parents no 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 yeah the parents too. Yeah. Two things can be true at the same right. time. You can say that R. Kelly is wrong for this. And by the way, parents, y'all gave us all this info. Now we're putting y'all on the stand also because allegedly y'all might have been selling y'all fucking kids. It's, two it's right. called a sex ring for a yeah. reason. Yeah. It's, it's a, a ring. ring. It's, it's a ring. It's trafficking. So you, you're so that's all I'm saying. It was the same thing like with Woody Allen or Elvis Presley or Jerry Lee Lewis, whoever they want to throw out. You can still sit here and point to them and say, yo, when are we going to get them in handcuffs Bro. while still vouching to get R. Kelly in handcuffs? Oh, my God. See, and this, this is another crazy thing because personally, like like I said, I don't bang with R. Kelly. I, ever since I figured out when I was a kid that Aaliyah and him, the age that wasn't right, I was like, I can't. Like, he's a pedophile. No. So I stopped rocking with him. Right. And this has been over 20 years. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then I just found out about the whole Elvis situation. I didn't know about that. Exactly. I, I didn't, didn't know. know. About that. So, so I didn't check know about this that. out. So check this out, right? People will be like, oh, but he made bump and grind. I, I love R. Kelly. I don't care that he did that, right? And they listen to him. I'm like, how could you do that? I found out about this Elvis thing. I love Elvis. And then I'm like, damn, I gotta delete my Elvis now. Cause right. I can't I can't say I love Elvis and, and still listen to Elvis. And I exactly because now I don't listen to Elvis because bro, you were a pedophile. I don't care of what time it was. So nasty. To my for me and our generation, it's not right. 
So back then, it might have been acceptable. No, it still wasn't but, right. Like, right, right, right. It but wasn't, but it wasn't. It, it was wasn't never right, but less people would have stopped. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It was. It was less. So uh, I got. A, I got a rock. That's because. You know that's because. If you if you really go through all the artists, I can give you a long list of artists. It's a long list of creepy ass artists. Like, if you want to put with on. allegations and stuff that just looks bad. Right. But other than R. Kelly, you can talk about Rick James. Rick James. Um, it's like about Prince. What, wait, what did, what did you say about Prince? His, his wife is like 19, 18, and she was working with him since 15 or 16. Oh, yeah. Now, granted, they all said, like, yo, they swear to God, but at the same time, and I'm a mega Prince fan. Yeah. But you got to call it how you see it. You can't just sit here and let your fandom right, right, make right. you buy it. Yeah, no, right. If you did it, you did it. That's like, you got to look right. at the man in the mirror. But uh, That's another segue. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, it was on purpose, I think. But with R. Kelly, I was the same way, but it wasn't so much me. I didn't understand it at the time. My mom mm. was like, yo, because, you know, she was like, yo, Fuck our we don't play him in this house. And I'm like, why? And my mom don't, you've all met her. She don't pull punches. Like, because he is a pedophile. I'm like, huh? He touches little girls on their vaginas. I'm like, mom, what the fuck, mom? I, I was watching Sesame Street. Why? You, why? I heard pumping grind. It wasn't here. Somebody outside in their car in the driveway played it, and I have to warn you. My mom was fucking throw it off, but she. But it, it, it was for good but, reason. But, but, right, but it was because she seen fucked up shit, and she said, "Not my son." So I understand it, but I've always said, like, nigga, that like has. Said, and I've been on Facebook the most, and I don't want motherfuckers to think that I'm defending R. Kelly because the only person on this planet I've come for more than Lauren Hill is R. Kelly. <laughs> well, what about um, what's it called T. Grizzly? No, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> wait, wait, before we before we get to that, I just want to bring up one thing before we segue. Um, I was looking up the Eric Cannon situation, the dad from Southern Heaven. Um, apparently, and this is a law thing that should be changed. Um, this is legislation. Statute of limitations. But the statute of limitations states that he can't be he can't be prosecuted prosecuted for, for something that happened in the eighties. Excuse me, that sounds very familiar. Bill Cosby. That sounds very familiar. Right, but it's a state thing. Where, what state was it? Did it say? This is New York. Get them talking. Yeah, like what? So, so with that being said, there are no charges. Uh, in New York, a person it says that in New York. A person has five years from their 18th birthday to make an accusation of sexual abuse to the authorities. Mm. So mm -hmm. that says, hey guys, all the guys, if you ever listen to this and you did some fucked up shit in the 80s and it was in New York, you good to go, dog. Like You ain't got to worry. This, these are the type of laws <laughs> that allow these type of things to happen. And... So he's pretty much in the clear. He he absolutely admitted to it, and he knew it. I think he knew. He absolutely he didn't. Go to, he there's go no to jail. there's no way in hell you admit something like that, especially knowing that the status you had at the time without knowing that you're clear. So he did that, knowing that he can't go to jail. So you know he's a scumbag, and he still gets work too. And he still gets work. He still gets but, work. And then on Scum top of that, wow. on top of that, all the people that say, "Oh, there's no there's no time limit to say." You know what happened with the whole Bill Cosby thing? There's oh, there's no time limit. They can come out whenever they want because everybody's him? saying why now? So why is the stat? Unfortunately, the statutes of limitations are protecting one scumbag, but not and this protecting is, and this alleged is, and another this, scumbag. And this is one of the major, major missteps in the checks and balances and 
uh, the church, I mean, the church and state. Church uh, is a whole other situation. But still, yeah. the, <laughs> the state and the federal level, you know what I mean? Like, the state and the federal level, like, that the states can have these different laws mm-hmm. where, yo, I could rape a girl in New York, right. take her to Manhattan and, and, and bomb her, and then I'd be cool. But if I go to L.A. or if I go, if I go to California or if I go to Pennsylvania, the laws might be slightly different. Yep. So shorty might tell in that time span. So I can't bomb her there. So I take her to Manhattan and knock it down, and then I should be all right. Hey, well, and, you know, and that's terrible that, that you can get raped in one state and it not matter after a certain amount of time. You go to another state and it matters. No, you know what I mean? Like, apparently, going through Facebook, I have a family member that they got touched as a kid, and they're trying to go after their, their uh, whoever did it to them, but the state is telling them that it's too late to do it now. They, what they need to do <coughs> is to make sure that, so they need to read what the <coughs> law says verbatim. Let's because the way the law reads sometimes, you'll think, like, for instance, the Bible. Everybody misquotes and says, yeah, thou man. shall not kill. No, the Bible says thou shall not murder. So it... Unfortunately, the way the law is read, so tell your killing people, is allowed in the Bible. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, tell, the Bible is people, full of killing. Tell your people to make sure that they read the law to make sure whoever they're talking to isn't misleading them. So they need to know that for a fact. But <clears throat> you gotta know the verbiage. Ber- verbiage. Yeah, it's, it's the ver. It's the verbiage. It's all about the verbiage when it comes to the law. That's and that's another thing. People do dirtbags know the law. Better than law-abiding the citizens. Law-abiding citizens. Yeah, because they, they're you breaking it, so right. I know what I'm breaking. It's like it's crazy because like what we got as us men here, we walk around and we don't even think twice about knowing. We think we're in the right because we'd be chilling. You know what I mean? We we're not doing no harm to nobody and no nothing. We just do. We except when I sell drugs to the community. Except for when, when he does that. I don't think he does that. <laughs> I know. I don't do that. I'm just making jokes. And then these other dudes, these scumbags, they walk around, run around. They raping, they pillaging, they they stealing, they they killing, they murdering. I hate when people say, "Oh, they he was killed." No, he was murdered. You just murdered. call it what it is. They murdered these people, um, and they know the law better than people that should really know the law. You know what I mean? So definitely make sure your family they they read how that law reads. Oh, yeah. for sure. Facts. Cause I like I seen I was like, oh, and this not even a closer or whatsoever. I was like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's wild. Mm-hmm. Facts. Never like. That was for Wayne and shit. <laughs> Neverland. 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 Leaving Neverland. So I didn't watch it. I, I watched watch both. I yeah, I, as I, I as no, I just did forgot. I. I, I, I initially refused. Right. I initially refused. As did I. And then I watched it because I'm like, at some point, I feel like. You need to know. Because the, the fucked up part is, and I'll say fucked up because all sides need to be heard before determination. Right, right. My mindset, and I'm saying this unedited on, my mindset was like, yo, we've been here before. I don't want to, I don't think I believe in it. Y- y'all keep on doing this to Michael. Mm-hmm. But then I say, yo, both sides need to be heard. So listen to the fucking, the thing. So I watched both. I watched both. Did they sound sketchy? Because I meant to watch it, but I was, I'm knee deep in the Game of Thrones binge. So. Can I, can I, can I piggyback on that before you mm-hmm. go? So you got, you both have watched it, right? Yeah. I've, I've watched the whole thing. All right. Yeah. So you guys watch it. So here's my opinion. This is I was hoping somebody would take off first. Right. Because I have so much to say about so many people. So correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I know, like I said, I, I haven't watched it, but I've heard some things. So correct me if I'm wrong since you guys have watched it. Mm-hmm. One of the kids, now we all know, all the, all the kids 
in the previous trial. I think I see where this is going. Came on. out and stated right. that it was all a lie. It was they were coerced by right? their parents to say it. It was all a lie. It was all for the money and everything like that. Now the children who are now adults, one of the males comes out and says, "Yeah, we did lie about it happening because you know our parents X Y Z." Exactly. And now he's saying it did happen. Why would I believe you? If you already said that y'all, all of y'all said did, that y'all lied. Did you see it? I did not no. see it. Well, so, so here's the interesting thing. So that's that's why you, I'm trying so to. So now, now to be so before we go back and forth, did you 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 saw it? I seen it as recent as. I saw it like three days ago. Yeah, I seen it recently as this morning. So, okay, okay, <laughs> so way more recent. Than it's today. very fresh. So, I waited just for this. Now, have you heard before that the two kids before in the trial? Came out and said they were lying because their parents coerced them. That's why. Yeah, in the in the trial, the kids said that they were not touched. Mm-hmm. Right. The kids said they were not touched because, and then they came forward during the the actual documentary and said that they said that they weren't touched because they weren't. This was a quote. He wasn't mentally, emotionally ready or prepared to believe that it was sexual abuse, and he's saying that. He said what he said because Michael's uh, legal team coached. Mm -hmm. They had mock interviews with him, Mm -hmm. um, just pretty much pressing him and just trying to get through what to say and what not to say. Um, I'll just answer your question with that, but I got a lot to say as well. So the the reason I ask that is because... As far as I know now, mind you, I've only watched the documentary once, and I didn't do all of my Googles after that. Um, so this is pretty much a raw, opinionated um, uh, piece for me. But <clears throat> as far as I know, the kids, and the, they're men now. The two men in the documentary were not the two on trial. Okay. They're two separate incidents. So from what I'm surmising is the two that were on trial, they came out and said, yeah, we lied about it, our parents made us say it. The two in the documentary took the stand on behalf of Michael Jackson saying those two kids are lying. He never touched us either. Hmm. So after those two kids came out and said we lied about it, now them, these two, presently are saying they're back. Well, we lied too. He did touch us. So they're now saying that they lied about so the, him. So, not so the, the best way of saying it is the two that put him on trial saying they were raped. Mm-hmm. Came out and said, we lied. We were never touched. And the two that defended him are now stepping forward and saying, well, we lied. We were touched. This is bullshit. So, and so, <laughs> so this, this is bullshit. Right. And, 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 is and bullshit. so, and so, and so, I've been on, I've tried to put myself on every side of this fence because of serious accusations. But I feel like the, and everybody keeps saying, what's the difference between Michael Jackson and this guy and that guy and that guy and that guy. I say, here's the major difference. It never goes past allegations. Mm -hmm. And anytime they bring it past allegations, everything falls apart. Stories don't match up. There's never any evidence. Now, I I will give you this. After I watched it, I was infuriated because anybody telling you this shit will we'll reel you in. Mm-hmm. Jesse Smollett had me for a good two hours probably exactly. when I heard it and yep. said, yo, this is horrible. Yep. Then my common sense said, okay, let's process it. And I said, wait a fucking minute. This sounds weird. They they claimed that, I'm not going to get too into it because it was, it was fucking graphic. Mm-hmm. But they were saying that Michael would bring them over, this and that, and he would sleep in the same bed as them. He would ask, can we sleep in the same room together? He would 
jerk off while watching them mm-hmm. in compromising positions. And then at some point, he will put his face on their bodies in compromising ways and perform things on them. Mm-hmm. And then when they got a little bit older, they'd perform on him. And then he tried to insert himself once when they were full grown. And they said, I don't like it. Stop it. And he stopped. But then he went back to masturbation. Um, all in all. Um, this sounds like they're trying to oversell the story. So here's the thing about it, too. I, I realized the, the weird thing about it was, now one of them, their dad passed away. Now, I've never lost um, a, a parent or guardian. And I've never been in that position. Just to clarify, Dad committed suicide. He committed suicide. Okay, I don't know if he died from cancer. Well, I know they he hanged himself because he left him oh, from Australia. He left him, and then he. So yeah. they, the family, seemed way more distraught over take talking about that one confirmed definite um, incident. Like teary eyed, they were getting you know really emotional. Mm-hmm. But with anything involving Michael Jackson. Seemed like it was. I was watching a short film or a film or something. It felt like I was watching something Accurate. that somebody said, "Here's the script. Now read it." Or here's my project. Right. We're going to go with this. Now, I'm not saying that it wasn't believable because what I will say about Michael Jackson is, um, and I've, I've been saying this, is that he had a rough childhood. Mm-hmm. And when you look at people in those instances that abuse people. He fits that criteria, which doesn't mean that he does do it, though. Right. People get carried away. Mm-hmm. They say, oh, you fit the criteria. You must have done it. No, it doesn't mean that at all. I can point to a billion black people right. in the community that have been abused, yeah, yeah. that have never done it to somebody else. But it's kind of like you brought up Elvis earlier. Mm-hmm. There was a, a rumor going around for years in the black community saying that Elvis is racist. Mm-hmm. We've all heard that. In fact, Chuck D said Elvis was a hero to some, but he never meant shit to me. He's straight up racist. And the, the, the story goes that Elvis once said in an interview, the only thing a black man is good for is to shine my shoes. And he stole black music and this and that. Jet Magazine put out an article defending Elvis, saying Elvis never said that. And Elvis put out an interview saying, y'all never said that. That's all propaganda. Like nobody, and Elvis's, Elvis's real quote was, can't nobody sing the blues like a black man can sing the blues. They invented this. But it's always F. John Wayne. But forever. and and Chuck forever D. is F. John. Wayne. So to but to, anyway, to go off what I, I said, no, because that that is a part. Yeah. Chuck D. recanted that and says, "I take back what I said about Elvis. He did a lot for the culture. He's more respectful of the culture. Um, and as far as I know, he never said a racist comment. But it still fucked John Wayne because John Wayne did mm-hmm. on record on Playboy magazine. He, right, he went on saying a, that black very racist rant about." African American, and I think natives too, or some shit like that. Yeah, and he said that African African American African Americans should not are not able mentally; they don't have the capacity to run the country, and we can't give blacks the country. We can't give blacks responsibility because they are not capable of maintaining that responsibility. He was kind of saying that they, we should be privileged to be in a position we're in. Is right. John Wayne still alive? He's dead. No, no, he's been dead. Oh, but, right. but at the same time... Hey, John Wayne's family, fuck their ball. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean... But at the same time, but at the same time, John Wayne. I look around also and I go, are you surprised? Right. <laughs> John Wayne shot no. a bunch of Native Americans in his... In that, his that's his whole career. His, his whole career. Do you think that that man in that black and white movie cared about black folks? Really? No, no, no. Like, so I wasn't surprised when he said it. When he said it, I just went, oh, 
Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you, you did that, but you're supposed to do that. But that was also the thing with Elvis, too. And the, one of the things that he said was that by then, once the rumor got out, the the myth seemed way more believable than the reality because of the time that we lived right. in and the climate. Like Jim and the, Crow Law. Yeah, and, and it was that time. And the fact that you are doing black music and profiting off of it, mm-hmm. people believed it. So with uh, when it comes to Michael Jackson, I look at, I watched the documentary. And he was sending the kid like a happy birthday message and all of this stuff. And, you know, the little interview he had on the plane with him. And to anybody that probably knows him personally would say that's how Michael is with anybody. If you look at him interacting with adults, he's like, you know, if he was in his room like, I just want to say that, you know, Spratt wears a dude hoodie and it's, it's really colorful and it's pretty and I love it. I love Spratt yeah. because he's Spratt. Now, right. <laughs> Michael does make it hard to defend him. Right. See, Go ahead, because I got a lot to say, too. Because when Michael, and I, and I had to talk about Grim, like, honestly, I think that if this is anybody else, most of us would be saying, yo, fuck that dude. Because as Michael, you'll give him the ear you wouldn't give to the average dude and dead. that's getting wrong. And he's dead. He can't defend himself. When he was alive, he did defend himself. Right. He was acquitted. But the thing is, though, it's like there's so many... Um, I'm gonna pass it, but it is. No, no, so- no, no. Keep going. Do your thing. I'm just because I'm just sitting here thinking about it as it's swirling in my head as you. Because there was so much to take in. I said, I said like, yo, I was mad at everybody. I was mad at Michael. Like, yo, how did you put yourself in these positions? Position, right. But then I got mad at his upbringing. Like, yo, why'd you do this? Y'all didn't teach him nothing else. Right. The motherfucker was like, he was like, I was saying, nothing strange about your daddy. Yeah, it kind of was. Mm-hmm. He was fucked up. Like, he was abused. He didn't function the same way a proper human being with real life etiquette and skills. Not, not, not even a proper human being, but uh, what we would generalize as a normal adult. Right. He functions the way my fucking five-year-old functions. Mm-hmm. He talks the way my five-year-old talks. Like, if Pur- you would have put a microphone in front of Malcolm, purposely, he'd probably say, I just wanted to say that... Yeah, it's deep. They said his voice was a little bit deep. Yeah, yeah, no, he said his voice deep. was not yeah. that fucking light. My son is from Detroit. Because they said they had... Um, he they, from Gary, Indiana. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yo, I've been to his crib. That sounds horrible when it's not. I've been to his crib I drove. How old were you when you went to his crib? Shut up, I was broke. After the infamous Prince concert, I drove... Like, grown for a child? Like, nine? I was 20... Yeah, sure. Oh, so that's your last encounter you had with Michael Jackson. My only encounter. He was already dead. Damn, you freak. No, (laughs) yo, that was an arcade. You keep your cameras out in public, y'all freaks. (laughs) Freaky freak. But yeah, I'll be here on the so yeah. But I, it it was a lot to take in. Um, like I said, Michael makes it so hard to defend because it's so much. It's like yo, like, and it goes back to that Martin Bashir interview too, where they. I'll talk about that later, but I want to get into everybody else's thing. But I didn't see it somewhere. Uh, Martin, if I, if you, I, did I'm you see Martin Bashir's interview with Michael Beck and like when the the trial was going on? I remember it. From like two thousand and one or two. Wasn't that on? It wasn't Dateline. It wasn't, it wasn't Dateline, but it was an old and it, but the guy lived with Michael for like a month or yeah, two yeah I remember months. that. So I'll get into that later, but yeah. So any other opinions? I so I, I seen I seen it. Though I. Opted against it like you did. I wasn't gonna watch it because yet again, this is just. And from what I heard, it was just super explicit for no reason. It was explicit. So I was like, I'm not gonna watch it because I know about the Michael Jackson situation in terms of like what they're accusing him of or whatever. Do I really need to see? It's kind of like hearing the news saying like, yo, somebody was shot. 
So do I really need to go on the news and find out where they were shot at? How many times they were shot? Where did they find their body? I don't need to hear watch their family cry. I don't need to hear all of that. I just know somebody was shot and killed. Right, right. It's just we, 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 we enjoy trauma. We enjoy human trauma and drama. So, But here I am because I'm like, oh, I'm obliged to this podcast. So since I'm obligated to this podcast, I said, you know what? Let me just check on this. So I, I watched it from 7 this morning. 7.30 this morning or 8 o'clock this morning till 12 o'clock in the afternoon. I feel like trash. I totally just forgot so, to watch it over Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So I ended up watching it. Um, and my big thing about that was one thing for certain. Like one thing, 100%. It is 100% non-debatable that Michael Jackson had inappropriate relationships with children. Mm-hmm. Not debatable. Anytime that you're a 30-year-old man sleeping in a laying room. in a bed mm-hmm. with a 7-year-old boy. That's not your own. That's not your child and y'all are in a hotel room or something and it's one bed. Yeah. Or it's happening you know. while y'all happen to watch something they fell asleep. <laughs> right. And even in that standpoint if I'm watching something with a seven-year-old, which I don't know why I would be watching, yeah, <laughs> unless, unless, unless it's like my godson, a niece or a godson, like or unless it's Malcolm, and Malcolm is like six years old, and I'm in my thirties, I still honestly wouldn't be sleeping in a bed with him. No, I'm a pick, I'm picking him up and moving. If to the we room. are yeah. chilling in the bed watching this movie, I'm more than likely going to leave him in that bed. He's six. He can get up and come find me or cry or ask for me or need me. He's six years old. He doesn't need a 30-year-old man. Now, if he's a baby, then yes, I'm going to sleep in the bed with him because I need to make sure he doesn't fall out the bed, whatever the case may be. But he's old enough. So the bottom line is, for a fact, after seeing that, I don't know if Michael Jackson really did it or not. What I do know is two things can be true. Two things, like we said before, can be true. Mm-hmm. People can be opportunists, and they can be victims. Mm-hmm. So, like, these kids could have done it. I mean, the, the Michael Jackson could have done it to these kids. And the fact that they're tr- the, the well ran dry. Yeah. Gravy change stopped. So they need some money. Yeah, um, like yet again, I felt the outrage of the parents. Um, you're a mother that let your seven-year-old boy stay with a 30-year-old man. Unsupervised. Ain't enough money in the world. None. There is not enough money. And and these boys, this one particular child said, Michael would send me home with an envelope. With money in it. With money in it. I'm seven or eight. I don't know. He Like I said, he makes it so hard to defend. Because it's so many... And you can keep on trying to pick at that, you know, his childhood, it was bad. But it's like, it's so much like, yo, if this wasn't Michael Jackson, I asked everybody that, that wasn't Michael, if, the, if he didn't make Dirty Diana and Smooth Criminal, I remember the time, he was just the guy that lived down the street or around the corner, and all of this stuff was still true, would you still even be thinking about defending him? Oh, hell no. You're right. Know. right. I'm glad you came back to that. Can I read two things? So one post somebody put is that Michael Jackson was under FBI surveillance for well over a decade. They found nothing. <laughs> I didn't right? know that. They great. found nothing. If this is true, they found nothing. 
to substantiate claims of child abuse. He was also fully exonerated following his 05 trial. Uh, Leaving Neverland fails to highlight these facts, and MJ is no longer here to defend himself. Now, the other thing on top of that to get exactly what you were talking about is this post says, Michael Jackson gave over $350 million to charity, which can be verified, uh, searched around the world to get a liver for a dying little boy, then continued to pay for his treatments, gave every every cent earned from Man in the Mirror to charity, called out police brutality, called out the KKK, once yeah, threw himself in front of a car to save a little girl's life, donated all of his earnings from the Victory Tour to the United Negro College Fund, and did so much more. This is why he will forever be my hero. On top of all of these second coming allegations of child abuse or in a, uh, more than the inappropriate. I, I mean, no. you, could, you could do a yeah. bunch of good stuff, but if you did something right. bad... But, that, but that's mean, what I'm saying. This is, this is exactly what no. goes to, to what um, Tell was saying, is because he's not your average guy. That's why people are still trying to listen to find out what the truth yeah. is. Now, that's what I'm saying. Now, regardless of how amazing your music is, mm-hmm. regardless of by the time you passed away, your net worth was approximately $500 million. Um, but he was in debt due to his lifestyle mm-hmm. and due to the money that he had to pay. For example, the the mother of one of the guys in this interview, which is the choreographer for Britney Spears, Britney Spears and mm-hmm. NSYNC, um, she was given a house and money during the first wave of allegations, I believe, in the nineties. They were given a house. Like, my question is, the question I ask myself is, why would you do that? (laughs) Why would you do that? Like, yes, he's a grown man that isn't like other grown men. But I will say, physically, he's a grown man with hormones. Mm -hmm. And these relationships that he had with Elvis's daughter... And uh, uh, Debbie Rowe. Debbie Rowe, um, all of a sudden, did come after the first wave of allegations. Mm-hmm. So my question would be again, why would you do that, Michael? Like, <laughs> all of a sudden, you have girlfriends. Yeah, now, right. now, like I said, for some reason, the boys, the men sounded very. It just sounded like I don't know if I believe y'all, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I don't know because I'm still conflicted. Mm-hmm. All I do know is I, that I am angry at parents, yet again, mm-hmm. for leaving their children with a, a man. <laughs> I don't care if that man has a ranch with you. That's a giant yes, white van with candy in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yep. So you, you're leaving your child. I lost my tiger. Can you help me find him? <laughs> Chimpanzees and giraffe and elephants. and Like, he had all of these things at this Neverland Ranch and... And they said something about they would go into these graphic details in regards to Michael Jackson liked for you to play with his nipples. Mm-hmm. I heard this too. Yeah. And yeah, he, he also that. liked that they liked if you got on all fours and he mastered. He would never finish in a child. Mm. That's what he. That's what they would say. This is this is all in the end. This is all like very graphic. Right. They said that he would. They would. Spread. He would ask them to to open their butt cheeks, and he would finish, mm-hmm. just watching them. Um, I did see a meme that was hilarious, which wasn't hilarious, but it was hilarious <laughs> to me because I have a very morbid sense of humor. <laughs> um, we grew up on South Park and Family Guy. Why is everybody so? Right, right. But 
I seen this meme. It said, when you watch Leaving Neverland and realize that you ain't really, that nobody really knew how to clean their butt until they was about 12 or 13. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 fucking gross. <laughs> it's like, I got the seven-year-old opening his butthole. Oh, that <laughs> shit. <laughs> dingleberries falling out. Boy, y'all That's got all these dingleberries in there. <laughs> That's like, that's just funny stuff. That's disgusting. That's nasty. That's disgusting. <laughs> but nah, you know the internet don't got no pics. But yeah. the but in all seriousness though, um, Michael had very inappropriate relationships with children. He would stay on the phone with them for multiple hours at yeah. a time. Yeah, that's too much. And the mother, you're flying on jets and planes without the parents with these children. You're walking, holding hands with these kids. None of it is appropriate. Mm-hmm. Back then, it was fine. Um, we're talking about the late 80s, 90s. This is fine back then. Mm-hmm. Holding a kid's hand and doing things like that. And, and they would, I mean, they went into these very, very um, explicit details as to what Michael did to these kids in terms of they graduated to, as they got older, graduated into the kissing and the sex. Mm-hmm. And it became a relationship with these children. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael is still a man. Like, he's uh-huh. he's definitely not right in the head. Mm-hmm. He was not right in the head. You could physically look at him and what he did to his body versus the right. rest of his family. He was not right in the head. And I blame that on Joe Jackson. Uh-huh. Um, because he knew that Michael was the star. And he destroyed Michael mentally. Mm-hmm. And that put Michael in that position. Hurt people hurt people. That's all it come down to. Yeah. R. Kelly, same difference. Hurt people hurt people. Don't make it right, but it's the facts. But I feel like when I watched that documentary, it was like so crazy. Like you said, I was mad at everybody. I was going you, through you so You don't many know who to be things. mad at. It's like, I, I knew how to be mad. I just took a Gatling gun and said, <laughs> <laughs> I was mad at everybody. I was just like, oh, yeah. You told, they, dude told Michael, I mean, Michael called and said, yo, you got them underwear from last night? Yo, you gotta yeah. make sure make sure you get cause some blood in them. Wow. Make sure you take them and put them in your. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know how truthful these things are, but I'm not quick to try to say that they're trying to tear the black man down. This mm-hmm. ain't it, Chief. Because right, right. this this and R. Kelly ain't it. No, like he's one die on. Bill Cosby versus Seven Heaven Dad, maybe. <laughs> because you know why? Everybody's like, well, you know what? Everything was hearsay. With Michael, that's why I don't believe it. So was it with uh, with Bill Cosby? Mm-hmm. All of this is hearsay. There is no evidence, no evidence that Bill Cosby did any of this, but we believe it. Yeah. So what is the difference now? This goes back to your inconsistency. Talks about keeping the same energy. If you have those values, why do you have those values for one and not, not the, the other? other? Because Bill Cosby didn't make "You Are Not Alone," which was written by R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. But Isn't that is fun? that why? Is that why? Because he didn't make your favorite songs. Maybe you didn't like Bill. Maybe you didn't like the Cosby Show like you liked the Different World. So you don't really care as much about Bill Cosby, but you gotta keep that same energy you when it comes to, to your values. Absolutely you get what I'm saying? So I don't know. Like I think I think with with Bill Cosby and uh, Michael, I think the one thing with Michael Jackson is that almost everybody that has come out with allegations has proven to be very, very, very inconsistent. So when it comes down to it, like I said, it's. It never goes past allegations because anybody that takes it to allegations, 
they always are the ones that crumble. Their stories don't match up or they fall apart eventually. It's always a new wave of somebody saying, oh, yeah, me too. And then it comes out, never mind, I was just making that shit up. I think that's the one thing that Michael Jackson has going for him. But the one thing that's not going for Michael Jackson is the fact that we know without a reasonable doubt, like I said, you have had too many inappropriate relationships right, right. with nasty. children. Right. So it's to the point now where it's like, like with, coming back to what we said about Elvis. Mm -hmm. The fiction, it, even if you are 100% innocent, Michael, and I love Michael. He's the one person that, when I was a kid, was my favorite artist mm -hmm. and has stayed in that top three yep. spot. 30 years strong. But it's that even if you are innocent, the fiction, if you're innocent, the fiction made up about you seems way more be believable than the reality of you being innocent. A lot innocent. sounds better than the truth. Right. It sounds way because at this point, no matter how messed up you are, and that and that also goes into not just Joe Jackson, but and you can't blame the team because the team could be saying everything like, "Yo, bro, you need help. Do this, do that." And you being a money maker, you don't listen, so they won't press you as much as they would right. as a homie in the block. But at the same time, it's like, yo, at some point, you probably needed to get some kind of counseling or help, even if you were innocent, to stop putting yourself in these positions. Because yeah, I didn't even think about, like, what I said, I never saw you digging anything until that fucking allegations came yeah, out. Yeah, I didn't even put the two in. I didn't think about that part. Now, I did notice that um, he was very giving, to, and they said that in the documentary, to a lot of these people around the time of the trial. Some of them said, like, yo, after this night in Paris or Australia, we had to hunt him down just to get his phone up. We couldn't find him nowhere. He wanted nothing to do with us. But then when the trial came around, all of a sudden he's blowing our phones up. Every Even the wife is saying, like, yo, he called my husband every fucking day. Can you say this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do that? Michael Jackson makes it extremely hard. And as of now, it's it's really bad because as much as you know, like 10 years ago, mm -hmm. I would have been out on social media like, yo, fuck y'all for abandoning Michael Jackson, this and that. Now, I just kind of sit back and watch. Yeah, and then you got to look at it too. Like, R. Kelly, I mean, R. Kelly, whatever. Um, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson, despite the fact that he has this ranch and stuff, he's a man that has sexual urges. Mm -hmm. and, and They were getting fulfilled somewhere. And he's weird. And it wasn't Elvis's door. So a woman fought. don't look at Michael Jackson and go, the regular woman at his level, right, right. megastar level. I get that. You're a megastar, bruh. Megastar. One of the few in history. Yeah, so you know. you're, you're, there's literally maybe one hand of people that can and literally hung, be mentioned. It's probably Jones. literally maybe, one hand. Maybe. Yep. Like... You are that guy. And you hung out with Quincy Jones, so you could have got as much as you want. Yeah. But you're Michael Jackson. And you, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if some something, some kind of riveting evidence came out where they're showing a tape of Michael Jackson having sex with a little boy. Right. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be heartbroken because I'd be like, well, you know. Only way I would be surprised is because of that, like if that scenario were to happen because like, I was overseas and I danced with an impersonator, Michael Jackson impersonator, and it freaked me out. I was as close as me and Sprat are, and, you and, it, and I couldn't look at him because it freaked me out because I knew Michael was dead, but I was looking this dude in the face. 
that's how crazy at the same the time was. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's why like my brain goes into skeptic mode when shit pops out because fabrication of uh, evidence and shit. Yeah, like that. but I'm like, just saying if there was some kind of undeniable evidence. Right, right, right. Because I'm I do not think that Michael Jackson is above being a pedophile. No. no. This man was laying in the bed with children. He had an inner, he had regardless of if it was sexual, regardless of if he performed any kind of sexual acts on these children, mm-hmm. he had extremely inappropriate relationships with kids. Even if it's not sexual, it's just it's actually if it's doing it's inappropriate. It's right. very inappropriate. And this kid said something or the man now he's calling him a kid, but he said that this man this man said that Michael they had a wedding Wait, then this is what bothered me. Do you remember that part where he said we had a wedding and we exchanged vows and he gave me jewelry? I love jewelry. And I already said he loved jewelry. I thought he was talking about him marrying his wife. No, he's talking about him and Michael having a wedding. And he made a promise to Michael and he showed the rings and all of this stuff. And he showed he can't fit it. And then he was just like, you know, I can't even. He's like, my hands are shaking now looking at this. I can't even. Yeah, I remember get a that look part. At this. I can't even look at this jewelry. So my question was, why you ain't get rid of it? Hmm. I mean, maybe it's sentimental, but he did. They did state, and one thing they did state was, I love him, or I still love him. And one of the men said that they seen Michael as recently up to a year before he passed, and he said that. I brought my wife over, and he had his kids there. We were drinking wine, and he went upstairs, and we never heard from him again. And he was worried because it was like an hour went past, and Michael didn't come back down. But the kids weren't worried. They were like, yeah, it's just dad. He goes upstairs, and he just... This is during the time kind of insinuating that he was taking a lot of drugs, Mm -hmm. and he kept asking for wine. He said he kept asking for wine. A lot of the details, I don't know if they seem coached. Mm -hmm. I, this goes it seemed back to like, like yo, this is what energy. you were doing. Yeah, it, it goes to keep the same energy. If I said I don't believe these girls from R. Kelly, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. But if I say I don't believe these men from Michael Jackson, you know, it's like... Right. Pff, Shark. No problem. You know? No problem. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Skip. Because nobody believes them. But I'm sitting here listening... Like, I believe that there's three sides, like we all should, right? Absolutely. And I think that their side, Michael's side, and Latoya Jackson's side. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that a lot of the stories that they were telling seemed very detailed. And some of the things they were asking about the wine, yeah, it could have been all coached. But who knows, man? There's clearly lies somewhere. They said, yo, we were honestly like coached from the very beginning, you know, by his people. And then when he called back, he said, oh, these evil people. They're trying to take me over. They're trying to hurt me. They're trying to hurt me. And he kept saying that they called. Michael kept calling saying, oh, they're trying to get me again. Trying to get them to defend Michael again. And he said that he mustered up the courage to go, I'm not defending you again. And then Michael clearly just like snapped. And was like, oh, you're an enemy. You're stupid. You're ignorant. Yo, that was the thing. They literally said, he's like, yo, man, you're ignorant. You're like, this is what South Park made fun of him for saying all the time. Because he said it. It, it was, was so many man. things that was like, yo, just. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Like I said, what Dude, I do know. Good dude, weekend too. What I do know is that, that Michael Jackson was inappropriate. Yeah. I do know that. Absolutely. Like, I, I don't. I do believe that Michael Jackson also had sexual urges. We can try to say, oh, but he was just a kid. Listen, 
we're just kids. We're just children until we hit that certain age when puberty hit us. And then all of a sudden we get questions about sex. We're wondering why, you know, we have these things going on with our bodies. We start getting these sexual urges. We all hit that mode, like regardless of what video games we're playing. And regardless of, there are a lot of kids, most of us, pretty much all of us went to high school and we loved these video games. We weren't trying to be cool. We were just trying to be, you know, but we still had sexual urges. So, don't tell me Michael Jackson didn't hit a certain age where he needed sexual he needed his sexual needs fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And then he gets to a point where he's a multimillionaire and these parents know they might see that Michael was like this. And did the same thing R. Kelly's kids parents R. Kelly parents did to uh, their kids. They just go. But my issue is you pimped off your seven year old. You pimped a off seven year old the bro, child that a you care. Seven year old. Yeah. A seven year old. Not a not a a 15 year old 16 year old you're not feeding a 15 16 year old to R. Kelly you're feeding a 7 year old to Michael Jackson mm-hmm. that is nuts to me I'm sorry that seems worse to me yeah. like worse. they're all terrible but a 7 year old you, yeah, he can't that's... even cross the street by himself Absolutely not. and you gave him to Michael Jackson to get on a jet and fly across the world mm-hmm. and you, oh, we'll meet you there and then you want to sit here and say I was happy when he died for what he did to this family. You it caused was, it. It was a setup from the start. But yeah, you, it was, you caused no, it. it was, I'm going to call it how I see it, and I'm cool with it, and I stand on it. The gravy train stopped. Yep. The money slowed up. The well dried up, whatever it was. And then y'all decided to go, yo, go back. how can we make some more money off of this? Yo, you need to tell them that yep. you really did get get pounded by grounded and pounded by yep. by by Mr. Thriller himself. Now we need to now we need to to pull that money from the estate if we can. That's or and then they tried to name. sue the estate. Yep. Now they're like, oh, that ain't work because the state was like, yeah, bye. And then they were like, all right, well then we'll just make this documentary and then I'll go start doing independent interviews mm-hmm. and start talking about it. And then maybe my choreograph choreography business will start mm-hmm. spiking again because people see because they started selling that at the end yeah. he started doing a little choreographed dances and stuff at the end remember that at the end he was doing all I the didn't watch the last 15 minutes or so with a second talking episode about, oh, so I, the, I, I, I watched up until when they like Mike died and they were saying I was glad he was dead and yeah. they went to the funeral they went to the funeral too I think yeah. both families went to the yeah, funeral they both did go to the funeral and um I forget where I ended off exactly but I think it was them deciding they wanted to speak up. But I didn't watch the last 10 minutes or so. I said, yo, I think I've seen Everything the bulk. Yeah, the bulk of what I can. And it fucked up part of I said, I'm going to watch the whole thing so I can form an opinion. And after it was over, I'm like, yeah. I really can't form. Because it's like you don't want to tell some, you don't want to tell anybody on either side of that with just allegations that one side is wrong. Mm-hmm. But like I said, Mike makes it very hard to defend him. At the same time, these two dudes, or four, if you're talking about the guys from the trial, everything I know about you, all you bought was allegations, and you've all been proven to be extremely inconsistent. It's like me saying, like, yo, I think Haas did this. Nah, nah, he didn't. (laughs) Nah, yeah, he kind of did. At some point, even as a prosecution would say, you're not a reliable witness. You got to get the fuck out of here. You know what? That's crazy is that you would think so. Because even if you even if you say 
All right, I think Haas did this, right? All you have to do is put a little bit of doubt in everybody's mm. mind. Because it's just like... But that's true with this. Just like a, with a conspiracy. You need a little bit of doubt. That slight bit of doubt. You can be like, yo, this is true. Then you start... You start oh, it all no, makes sense now. Yeah, you know what I mean? And that's how you know Then you be like, oh, shit. And then you be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Area 51 or blah, blah, blah. Whatever the case is. Sasquatch. I agree with that 110%. You know what I mean? If you put a little bit of doubt in somebody's that's mind... That's you need. If you put a little bit of... I'll say, not even doubt. A little bit of unknown mm -hmm. into something. Because, like, I'll hear stories of, like... Um, Jay-Z and Beyonce or in the Illuminati and you know in Hollywood there's orgy parties and cocaine and they all do it and then they have blood packs and I'm like it's good time. <laughs> it does but I'm like <laughs> some of these people might be into some crazy shit but I said yo honestly and I'm not far along enough to know right. like we used to think I don't know about y'all but mm. personally me and my friends before y'all like in middle school Anytime there was a, a rapper and an R&B singer on a track, the first thing, oh, they fucking. They, they fucking. Hey, yo, I, man, dog, listen. <laughs> Method Man and Mary J. Blige is fucking. Mm -hmm. That's how it was because when you don't know how that circle works, anything seems possible. Yep. So you start putting in Illuminati and aliens and cults and sex rings and this and that because at the end of the day, I mean, like, if you look at somebody from maybe our high school years or our neighborhoods, and they might not be doing great, they'll look at somebody like a fucking, I don't know, like, I think somebody that's not even, Cardi B, somebody just like newly famous, right, right. but it's taken off. Everybody, you know how she got that fame, right? Sold her soul to the devil when it was it was a it was a blood pact with mm -hmm. with with Satan. I'm like, no, she's nah, I, I think she's probably working hard, has some connections. I think that because you are where you are in life, but you thought you would be at a certain age. Now you're looking at everybody else. I'm trying to see the down. Yeah, because the the, the, the the fact that either you got a shit hand dealt or you didn't work for it the same way is way less believable and aliens and Illuminati and right, people right. like that. So, like, I've, I've seen people that be like, yo, man, you Hollywood, man. I'm like, I had three seconds right. on the screen in the film. I'm like, yo, man, you made it. Like, man, you lucky. You like, I'm like, nah, bro. Like, I've been to, like, so many bullshit sets to get that three seconds. Like, no, but you know them people. You cool with them? I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, that sounds believable when you're not doing the fucking footwork. So right. when it comes to like stuff like Hollywood stories and and politicians, it always seems so the the like we've said before with R. Kelly, Michael, Elvis, the fiction always sounds more believable than the reality. Right. Everybody they always they never see the grind to get to the success point. Right. And it's like even like with me joining the military, I came back and people were like, Oh, yo, you got money. How? Like I'm on. I have no stripes. <laughs> How do I have money? I got no. Like stripes. bro, you. Like, that's another thing. And, and all these I, I don't know. I don't know if his name is Taboo. And it's funny because you sitting here now. I thought about it the other day. I was going to mention it, but you're here now. But before I joined this certain group that one named Wayne coaxed me into joining. <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought, and Louis C.K. said this shit, and it was true. He says, I thought 
the military, whenever they went somewhere, they got on a big, huge black plane. It was a guy yelling, go, 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 and running all, all their gear on, and they jump on. Then I realized they fly fucking American Airlines in the back and coach. Yep. They get off, and they go, yeah, thank you, ma'am. Excuse me, ma'am. You need yep. help with your bag, ma'am. And he help put your... That's how it is. But when you're a kid, you swear that all the fucking military like, Going TDI. Oh my god! You think we're just running in with fucking AK 47s and shit right. and bullets from all across like solid snake? Right. And really, we're just going to fucking American Airlines in our jeans and hoodies and saying, I, I, I'm on duty, my bags are free, correct? And they go, right. Yes, sir. And you, know, and you just go and go to security and say, You're military? Yes. You spread your cheeks open, we're going to search you anyway. And then I go, no, I work for you guys too. And they go, okay, well, fine, keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, I, I just say all that to say that with certain things, like I, with Michael Jackson, I can't make a decision. Because that documentary left me, it, 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 with like Wayne said, if you can cast one bit of doubt, that doubt is there. And with Michael Jackson, it was always like, okay, well, they said they, 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 they lied about it. But there was a documentary, I'm looking like, the doubt is there. With R. Kelly, there's no doubt. Nick, you did what you yeah, did. Yeah, you've been doing what you've been doing for over 30 years. Yeah. Like he, like he said, 30 years. Yeah, yeah he said it. I and Jesse Smollett, Juicy Omelette, you. Juicy <laughs> Omelette, man. You lucky if you get all I'll say this, though, about Juicy Omelette before we wrap up. I'll say this. Um, I He should. I get the fact that he should go to jail, but at the same time, I hope he doesn't. You know why? I want to see somebody else cheat the system. I think he did it. I think he's, I think he's a scumbag for doing it. You made a mockery out of the community that you're a part of, multiple communities that you're a part of, yeah, the, LG, the he, LGBTQIA the community and the black community, um, and you emboldened the Trump and the right wing, the bigots, the racists. You emboldened them to continue to shape these narratives. So I hope I hope you really have a hard time finding work. I hope so too. But I hope you don't go to jail. Right. I hope you get punished for what you did. I hope you gotta work at Walmart for the rest of your yeah, life. You and know, not even as like a manager. It's like a greeter. Not, it's like a greeter. Matter of fact, I want him do. to get back into it. But you need a timeout. Mm. I think that Juicy Omelette needs a timeout. I think that he needs to hopefully, you know, you get off, but I mean, it's really hard for you because you made it bad for people that are really getting hurt out here. Yeah, yep. He was trash, you know. Super trash. Um, That's what I said before, yo, there's too many things. Yo, fuck him for life because one, people are dealing with that shit day to day. Once again, between Juicy Omelette, Kels, and um, <laughs> yeah, MJ, between all those three, the plight of the black man and the fight to bring them down, this ain't it. Y'all, uh, all three of y'all, uh, this yeah, ain't it. Nobody so anybody, went out of their way. Anybody yeah, who's defending these men as, see, black men, Not that look, you can pick a lot more models. I would say if you're going to defend them, maybe why, they are taking us down, but these ain't the ones. If you're going to sit there the hell I'm trying and to go anymore. through hell and high water to defend any of those three, why'd you let Bobby Smurda go to jail? Because <laughs> they Bobby Smurda themselves. Listen, Free Bobby. But I will say with Juicy Omelet, I agree with. But my, my biggest hope for Juicy Omelet is that you walk free. Because I, I feel as though you trying to integrate into a society where you are one of the few people that 
every demographic of that society looks at and says, hey, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I, like I said, I, I told Haas on the phone, I've never seen somebody not have a safe haven. Like, normally no, it would no, be like... because people still defending me. It's, it's so small. Right, it's, it's so minuscule. It's so minuscule and it's trash because they're trying to move the argument. To, to be honest, to be honest, the people that defend him are probably being pushed and put out on a pedestal for the other narratives. It's like when they say, look at this. The L, the, the gay community is, <laughs> I can't keep up. The gay community is pushing to add pedophiles to the list. I'm like, no, they're not. No, it's like no. two. Like a handful. It's, it, it is some. But they're so fucking minuscule and they're, they're, and they're already probably criminals. It is nasty. Like the average oh, gay person, I'm going to say. Nah. I think Trevor Noah said it best about Juicy Omelette. He said... Um, His name's literally Juicy Omelette. Right, it's Juicy Omelette for now. Uh, I think he, he, to paraphrase, he said, "Not no one hates you now for being gay or because or of the color bad. of your skin, but they all hate you for being an asshole. Yeah. How about that? Because you aren't hated at all by anybody. No, you were, you were chilling. Now Nobody. Like, now you're hated more than you any were. Any color, any creed, any religion hates you for being a black gay man. They hate you for being a dick. Yeah, and on top of that, and on top of that, bro. Progress. How did you how did you align the LGBTQIA community with the Trump community? You actually did a service by uniting the country <laughs> to agree on something by the fact that you're a dumbass. You're a dumbass. And somehow Trump is gonna say, I did this. I all united. Alright. Alright. I did this. I need a million more dollars from Daddy. They had all right? They were, they were, they were blacks with blacks. They were Nigerian. Make Nigeria great again. That's I'm it. the best president I call it, you've ever seen. I call it, make Nigeria great again. I call it, my nigga. Yeah. My nigga. Yo, and he would get away with that shit too. Like, I feel like he's the new Schwarzenegger. Where everybody can do an impersonate. Yo, who was the comedian? Was it James Gaffey? He's like, I feel like... Everybody can do an impersonation of Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he can't do an impersonation <laughs> of a man that can say California. <laughs> I, I'm, the, I'm the governor of California. We need water. I'm the governor. All right, Anybody so, got any last minute games questions? Um, so, would you rather. Uh, I got it. Would, would you, you rather? I think I might have asked him before, but you go ahead first. All right. Yeah, because we'll wrap it up. We're running out of time. So. Real quick, would you rather um, drink all of the half or somewhat drinking drinks at the bar? <laughs> like when people leave and right, there's right, right. drinks there, would you I rather know. just go and just chug every chug single one that. of them? I thought about it. Or would you rather <laughs> eat some leftover fries and burger left in the bathroom of that bar. Ooh, you gotta give me the, the drinks. You gotta give me the drinks. That's easy for me. Yeah, give me the drinks, bro. Until uh. you tell me why it shouldn't be easy for me, like you usually do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you on this one. Yo, this is a public bathroom. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, it's a public bathroom. But it's like not on the floor of the bathroom. It's not on the floor of the bathroom. All right. So it's. It's just like on like a windowsill, but it it has bathroom air on it. Yeah, I wonder when to eat food home. that I left there and for five exactly. minutes and went back to well, it. Well, here, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now you but you're drinking off of everyone. Right. This oh, wait, wait, you said, herpes, whatever wait, you said, else is you're from drinking, the mouth. Exactly. Undrinking bar. 
You're drinking. You just. You're drinking all of the undrinking drinks from the bar. So there's everybody sitting at the bar and they just, everybody get up and you're taking their drinks and you're chugging. I would not to eat the food then. Or somebody's leftover food is sitting in a public, nasty Listen, bar. You've been in a bar bathroom, yeah. Sprat. Oh it's shit. It's shit all over the food. No, 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 no. The particles. No, no, the particles. The particles. And the air. The particles. When you flush, it goes It's all over the food. So you got the air. Urine. I'm I'm drinking. I'm drinking the drinks. I thought I would never say that. I can't. I think I would have to just. Well, you don't drink any drinks. Deal with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) I I think I would have to just deal with. I'll drink all the lemonade. It's like a half-eaten burger. I'll have to eat with fries. I might do. I might do the drinks. I'm about to throw up. And it's a. I still have to. I think I had to bank on the drinks just killing. Because I don't want to say they're killing the herpes. Listen, Nothing man. kills the herpes. Somebody has herpes. <laughs> but she a lot that. of people have herpes. Uh, they do. A lot. A lot. Some a lot. lot. But the person who's eating that burger might have herpes. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, like, you can't escape that. And they dick was out. Like, <laughs> me and they dick was out. And they touched their food clearly yeah. because they no. put their food right there. Give me the drinks. I'm taking the drinks, yo. I'm going to leave this fries before I do. Because I I did. Cur- I just said the D word. Y'all got Dad. me messed up. Dad, I, I, I thought I was gonna make it through the podcast without cursing. Dad. But anyway, I, I almost did. I made it through until the game. Y'all got me hyped. So go ahead. What you doing? What you doing, Elijah? Cause I've thought about doing that before drinking all the drinks. I'm like, yo, do you have blood along all the nice tea? But I've always oh. said like that's disgusting because it's herpes. Backwash. Backwash spit. They're all and they're all and you know. Everybody There's got some a, level of intoxication. Drunk, n- drunk people. Some saliva. No, I was gonna say. Even if they use a straw. You heard me? I told myself. Drunk people. Are I gotta have. It's a, it's a lot backwash. Of I gotta drink the drink. I gotta drink. Woo! All of them. Mmm, just like this little bit of spit in every drink. Right, you know what? I might, I might have. I gotta, I gotta go back. I know I'm the burger going taste that. Go <laughs> because the reason why I gotta go back to the food is because it's one motherfucker. It's one dude and one food. And you taking it instead but all of the shit, all the everybody's but particles, all the drinks. That's. That's saying everybody. We don't know that it's one. It's everybody's in the bathroom. Man, no, no, that's not but what I'm saying. But you don't know food, if those drinks went into the bathroom you know too. Uh, uh, I'm saying it's just one plate of food, uh, but on the bar, but there's bound to be at least fifty drinks. And it's one of the messy. It's one of the messy bathrooms. With the bar bathroom, with the with the tissue all over the place. Ain't no tissue. You just kind of just there. You just stand there and you just urinate and you don't care. But it's on the windowsill. Of that, of that. It's like, still I nasty. Gotta, it's nasty yeah. as hell. So I'm I getting it with the food, yo. and that's because that's because ah, that's, that's, that's the silver lining. Because right. underestimated too. On um, <laughs> silver lining is also a dope song on that. But the silver lining is that it's not like on the floor. It's up, but it's still in a public bathroom. Right, right. It's like a stop bar. You still got the vent particles from that. Uh, uh, Everything. That's the lesser of two uh, evils. Like splashes. Who knows how uh, hot a splash is. Yeah, can we end this podcast now? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You made it fair so, when it ends uh, this podcast. So, so, Elijah, what you doing? Uh, what you inside, doing? The inside's turning out. Uh. You got to eat the You gotta eat the burger and the, and the couple of like the fries, like a baggie amount of fries. Eat them. 
And what the drink. burger's like, oh my god. Are you drinking? Why are you drinking? Why are you drinking? Why are you drinking? Wait, what you doing, bro? I'm going to go with the food, bro. Going with the food? I got to go with the food. All right, that's what I want. What you doing, Sprat? I might. I just got the shivers. I might, I might heave again. <laughs> oh, I might, I might have to drink. I'm still, I'm, I'm throwing up regardless. Regardless, drink, I'm drinking. Drink the drinks. Well, I think that goes without saying. Drink I'm the drinks up. in the backwash and all yeah. that. Listen, I'm, never mind. There's, a less, uh, there's less of a chance of you getting herpes off that one plate of food than I it think, is for all I mean, I'm not putting my mouth on it. I'm just going like, you know I, I mean? Think, I think I'm going to go with... Mm, mm. <laughs> Come on. Mm. You're a real man. 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 All right. I think I'm going to go with the food. I'm going to go with the food. I'm going to go with the food. My man. Yo, but fries, the cold fries. They cold. And a window. Open window. And a appetizer. But the burger I can deal with. And you gotta smell the all the fries. That bathroom no, no, toilet the, smell. Like, like eating them. And the burger, no, the burger is the like bed. cold and dried out now, and it's disgusting. It's all Ooh. nasty. Oh. Hey, you gotta, you gotta smell I'm gonna, that dry. I'm gonna do the pill. burger. I'm gonna do the burger because I gotta get it over with. Yep. I'm gonna do the burger because I gotta get it over with. I gotta just scarf the fries, scarf the burger down. But with them drinks. I'll be drinking it. It's gonna be. It's. I'm touching. Oh, like you see lipstick on me walking in the bathroom. He just no, you <laughs> lipstick on the glasses and it's just oh. all that nastiness, bro. Yeah, this just is backwash on every glass. You just oh, oh god. At least you can't see the particles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you doing? Um, you do this every no, time. Yeah. <laughs> I got a solid answer. I feel good about myself. And then you just make me feel stupid. Like, oh, you're doing the dumb guy. <laughs> <laughs> they both terrible. You're going to lose anyway. Because I feel like That's I'm going to be slowly you, chewing that food from that bed. like, I ain't chewing nah, that, man. Nah, you, nah, I'm you can chug it or you down. can scarf it. I'm gonna throw up, but I feel like I'm a I'm because with the chugging, with the liquid going down, I'm a I'm a feel like I'm gonna want to heave. I'm gonna want to. I'm a heave regardless. I'm a, I'm throwing it regardless. It's happening. And you in that bathroom? Ooh, Ooh. Wait, Ooh. you got you got to eat it, it in the bathroom. Yeah. I'm gonna stick you, you with there. it. I'm gonna stick with 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 it. I'm gonna just get it over with. I'm gonna just throw it. I'm gonna just throw it. It's a half a burger and a baggie of fries. I mean, it's I thought it was simple until you said. Anyway. I can just throw it up. It is quicker to eat the burger than the drinks. To drink right. all the drinks. It's like it's quicker, but you're in that bathroom. It's the obvious in that bathroom. <laughs> Who See, left the shit in? What's going on, King? <laughs> and it's the, that's my clothes in the What the fuck? What's going on, King? Close the hearse. I'm gonna close the hearse. So you smell, you smell pee, you smell fecal matter, piss. Uh, what you doing? What you doing? You know, it's the the <laughs> the mirror got the, the, the mirror got white stuff on right, it. Right, Stop right. it! I'm gonna have to eat the food now. Yeah. Because the more I think about how many drinks there actually is, if there was like three shots, I'm like, fuck it, I'm taking the three shots. But if there's a bar full of empty drinks, I'm not gonna make it through the drinks without just throwing up. And there's there's a bar full of drinks, a little more than this in it. That's all but spit and water. Yeah, like that's all spit and melted yeah, ice. Yeah, like yeah, the food, the food, the food. Of that's not drink. That's yeah, you know spit and melted ice. You changed my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, but I don't even know. But uh, they're cold fries. 
in the window. It's the lesser of two evils, though. It's the lesser of two evils. You gonna throw up either way? Reagan versus Trump in the election. I'm gonna throw up now. This is disgusting. We have on the conservative side Donald Trump on the. Ronald Reagan. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Bernie Sanders. Yo, nobody likes him anymore. I'm here again. I'm, I'm here again. <laughs> he lost all I his... was raised in a three-room family apartment. He lost all his friends. I forfeited all of my funds. <laughs> I'm poor, just like you, Everybody, and I want your votes. Everybody gets free shit. Please, I'm going to die before I make it. He yeah, seemed like somebody, that's, and that's and that's in for a podcast. He seemed like somebody Rocky about to fight. Like, <laughs> please. All right, and that's he's like the podcast. unlocked character in Expendables. <laughs> he's basically <laughs> reptile. <laughs> well, anybody got something coming up, man? What we doing, man? What we doing? All right, think I'm up. What you doing, Elijah? What movie you doing now? What you doing? Anything? You doing it's called movie? Grandma. Work. It's a short film. I play Grandma. <laughs> I am starring me. I, am, I play her grandson, and uh, I don't know when it's coming out, but we are going to be filming the end of this month, and then um, we'll see what happens after that. That the one you auditioned for in New York? No, well, it's not. Fuck uh, them. Well, you ain't get that one. I don't think so. But I'm still. <laughs> that's cool. I don't get. I don't never get no auditions. Yo, in New this, York, so New York is a whole different fucking monster. Yeah. Cause yeah. you they know, like, drive like, yeah, go ahead, turn around. You ugly. I think a lot of the time they be like, you just live far. We don't trust you coming here. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not trying to pull the cop. I'm thinking like, yo, yeah, but you live kind of far. If we need rehearsals, we're not going to make it. So we're going to go put this guy safe. Man, I told them I can make it whatever day they need me to make. Yeah, it. I told them the same thing. And they were like, man, shut up. They're like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Two one five. You Your locks for, ain't long enough, and you stupid. You from Philly? You voted for Trump? Like, huh? <laughs> no, but they said this one. The secretary came in. She had the fattest ass, and she probably thought I was staring because I was. And I, <laughs> she probably thought I was staring because I, I was. And I was like, oh no, no, not you, because I'm married. Ha <laughs> ha. I have a woman at home, but she was still thick. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, God damn. It's like, and I was like, facts effects, the, fact, right? the, the, the funny part was, Ain't nothing wrong with I it. wasn't looking at first and like, I'm being, this is the most egotistical nigga. So I'm like, she probably thinks that I'm going to stare. So I'm not going to stare. I'm looking at my phone like, <laughs> and then I'm like, and I'm going to just look. And she was like, so I was like, fuck! And I, turned, I tried to turn my head because I literally looked down for two seconds and she turned around like, ah, oh, fuck! I saw her panty line. It's like, like a creep. So how would you here for the audition? Ah, oh, fuck! That's all right. yeah. So you got grandma coming out. They got grandma coming out. That's lit. That's lit, you bop. Well, you, you just out here still saving America and the world and Philadelphia and all that? Just out here, man. Trying to get people fit. Man, that's I mean, lit. for real, for real, that's a, that's something that I, I might try to start doing. Is, this uh, nigga pulled up fitness on Fitness trainer? Not, not even a fitness trainer. Just hopefully motivate people to just live better, man, so you can live longer. And, yeah. I mean, you ain't got to have six packs, but just live longer. This nigga literally walked up on me in the gym today. He's like, I'm like, what are you doing? My legs. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go right now. So, so shout out to Wayne, who's, uh, he's also... Been here hanging. Uh, he's been one of our best friends. He's like an unlockable character in Mortal Kombat. He's yeah. always here, but you never see him. Yeah, he's one of our he's, best. He's Johnny Cage. He's been here since the beginning it's of time. time. Uh, he was here so, for the first episode. 
He was. He was. And yeah, was he's been here for multiple episodes, just kind of chilling or whatever. Uh, he's one of our best friends. He's the most straight-edge person that I personally know. Um, outside of my father now, who I will share publicly, my father gave up alcohol, and it has been a year and <gasps> seven days. Yeah, let's oh! go. Let's go. My father, yeah, my father, brother. my father has given up alcohol. Um, went cold turkey, decided, and he is—he has not touched any substances <laughs> in <clears throat> over a year at this point. Now he has, uh, and, and I'm very proud of him. So shout out to my pop. For I, that, feel like if I, to if I feel like if I feel like if I talk to him, but like, yo, what's going on, man? Like, man, what's going on? What's going on, cartel? Like, <laughs> yo, man, I heard you gave alcohol. How was it? Yeah, man, it feels good. I think you crumbling. Is it? Bro, he died. He fucking died. Yo, the worst, the best cry ever. He died. Rest in peace to that guy. R.I.P. Cry man. Yeah, cry man. But yeah, nah, it's been it's been dope. Major, um, we lost a lot of celebrities recently. By ever this time, this show airs. Might have lost a few more, um, but fuck them because they haven't died yet in this world. Jeez. So, um, wow. rest in peace to what's his name from Beverly Hills? Oh, Luke Perry. Luke Perry. Luke How you Perry died? Yeah, he died. Yeah, stroke. Yeah, Luke Perry died. The manager for Kayantai back in WWE that cut off our Venus's dick. He died. He passed away. Oh, I didn't know. That. And major, major personal. R.I.P. to my man King Kong Bundy. King, King, King Kong Bundy. Bundy. Yeah, R.I.P. King Kong I shared Bundy. in the group chat, but I I gotta find a picture. But King Kong Bundy was a friend of my grandmother's. They met on one occasion, and she instantly fell in love with this motherfucker. She said he was the sweetest person she had ever met. So the story goes back in the '80s. I wasn't even born yet. I thought it happened in the early '90s, but it was literally around the time King Kong Bundy was like in his major push. Beef with Hulk Hogan. He had sleep problems. And my grandmother was a long-term um, sleep technician at multiple hospitals in Philly. Just so happens that one night she got real name insert here. I forget his real name, but that was her patient. And in walks a six-foot, I think, seven male. I forget how tall he was. She didn't know who he was. She goes, wow, you're big. And they start busting up, talking, joking, laughing. Come to find out he was King Kong Bundy. And my grandmother, you know, she hooked him up. Um, she did all the electrodes on him, studied him, gave him his folder and everything. She says they laughed the whole time they were there. They, you know, they busted up. They took pictures together. Still has the picture somewhere. I'll find them one day to add to the group chat or the Glorious Bastards Instagram. But, yeah, even before he passed away, my grandmother always said her one of her favorite wrestlers ever was King Kong Bundy because she didn't watch wrestling a whole lot. But she says, I don't know, you had to see this guy. He came in, he made me laugh, we joked the whole time he was there. I helped him out, I gave him his folder. He was the sweetest person. And um, just made a shout out to him because he put a big smile on my grandmother's face. She still talks about him to this day. So, R.I.P. King Kong Bundy. You're, you're, you're family Bundy. forever. Yeah. R.I.P. King Kong Bundy, man. Um, so, yeah, it's been another edition of the Glorious Best Podcast. Uh, I got. Um, Stuff coming up. Um, Quit Running Music Tour kind of hit a fork in the road. It is still moving. It's just slow moving. Let's go to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> it's just slow moving. Um, it is absolutely 100% happening. 
Boston. We are coming there first. We um, coming for you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> we coming for you, Boston. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Speaking of that, shout out to Harlem. He'll be inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, shout out to Harlem. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so the, the Quit Women Music Tour is happening. It's just slow rolling right now because do remember... We are doing this straight from the muscle. We don't have any kind of people that are pushing us so we can pretend we're doing it by ourselves and none of that. We do everything straight from the muscle. I do everything out of my pocket. Right? So um, so Flex when people me. talk about grind, we talk about grind. And um, I'm going to get a little more into that next episode. <clears throat> with uh, We're going to talk about the nuances of burnout. And we're going to talk about the nuances of rest and recovery because uh, I've been feeling that personally it's been hitting me heavy um, for the past couple of years, actually. Uh, I feel like it's a very important episode to have. So next week will be that um, episode about burnout, rest and recovery. We will talk about that next. I hope I'm here for that. Yeah. And we and we'll, we'll we'll definitely get on that, but yeah. So that has a lot to do with uh, why the Quit Working Music Tour is has hit a fork in the road. And I just like to be very candid with y'all. You know what I mean? Be very honest with y'all and, and tell y'all what's going on with me because everybody likes to show y'all the highlights. They like to show y'all on the Instagram all the great things that are going on. But they don't show y'all that the road ain't easy. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> anybody can do it, but you gotta have a heart to do it uh, and know that those pitfalls make you make those victories a lot better um, once they happen. But, uh, yeah, so it is coming. Hospital Whiskey is coming. Uh, new music is coming. Uh, everything is going to hit you literally like a ton of bricks. Just boom, boom, boom. <clears throat> and uh, that's pretty much it for me. Um, shout out to uh, Bull Couldn't Be Here, Reject Reef. Let uh, you know next time you come back, you know what's playing. Yeah, he'll be back next week. Um, playing hopefully. I'm back. And, uh yeah, shout out to Wayne for sliding, man, and actually getting on the mic this time. And he, right now, he's like... Him and Elijah are fighting. Yeah, him and Elijah are like doing some kind of weird sparring. And when I get back, I'm, so I'm going back into acting. Um, I'm going to try to start auditioning. Oh, hell yeah. Um, hey, get it. Actor back. Also, shout out to the gun. That's <laughs> yeah. my man. He the man. The sober gun, that's his new name. Proud of him. <laughs> That's a hard thing to do for something that you've been doing for a long time. Because yeah, I can't yeah. do it. Definitely shout out to him. Yeah, he, you just he gave, it, he gave it up. He gave it up, and, I, and, and I'm proud of him. So, uh, <clears throat> shout of uh, cranberry juice for him. Uh, yeah, thanks to Ant, as always, for providing the uh, venue and making this happen for us every week. And if you want to um, support us, please go to patreon.com backslash Gordon's Podcast. Again, patreon.com backslash Gory's Best Podcast. Every donation counts, and we have exclusive content. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, also check us out on comingrightup.org. Um, that is a new platform that we are syndicated on Friday nights. 530 uh, to 7.30. 5.30 Central Time, 6.30 Eastern Time. So Philly, 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 uh, check us out after you get off work, you get home. Open up a bottle or whatever. Listen to us at six thirty. Comingrightup.org. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, check for us on iTunes, Spotify, all of that good stuff. SoundCloud every Tuesday morning. All right. So we greatly appreciate it. Once again, this has been another episode of the Glorious Bastards Podcast. We thank you very much for rocking with us. We'll see y'all next week. Much yeah. love. God bless. Hell Peace. yeah, brother.
You are not alone. No. No. That was no. the first one to sing. I know. <laughs> no. Yeah, that shit was written by R. Telly. Exactly. <laughs> R. Telly? It's written by Ooh, no. That's got to be the next yeah, one. Yeah, no, it's not going to be the next one. R. Telly. It's not going to be R. Telly? Yeah, you got to use that. R. Telly, the dog. Girl, you want to come to my hotel? Oh, I don't know if you are Telly telling girls to come to the hotel. How old are these girls coming to your hotel? Ooh. They about, hey, they're eight, hell years old. Uh, <laughs> you lost me. That was it.